0: from the county it's jacks what up dollars let's go Martin Luther had a dream But Freddy Krueger had a Ruger ex Malcolm hopped the picture So now we back to the future Now we back to these losers Embracing death like they used to Poking out. they just But listen, son Now you leaking that fuchsia huh? So who's the shooter? Um, is it your man? Or was it a fan? Or was it a stand? Huh? pop would beg to differ in hindsight i bet you he said he was not a nigga plus biggie smalls was just minding his business show smoking an optimal somebody got to drop the homie biggie has got to go and they couldn't stop it no i wish that they could yeah the world needs change but man i wish that we would so while the long frown a man hung from a four pound his blood ripples on the floor from the wall sound his mama sitting at the wake hoping the lord's found another dead another gone now Damn
1: Another man done gone Another man done gone
0: From the county farm uh-huh. Another man Shit. done gone George Elliot said that it's best to be what you wanna be Fuckin' do what you wanna do So I do what I wanna do Bet you did the flaws, bitch, I did what I wanted, bet you did it and lost, bitch, I did it and won it, shit, I'm never coming back, listen, I just wanna rap, gee, I told you all of that, on about a dozen tracks, I don't give a fuck, I just, I just, I just wanna rap and fire on this track like a fucking thundercat plus this mic is bleeding roho this shit is a no no rolling in that low low plus i'm from that wall to mo need a folk folk smoking on my logo ready for the wall and we so so silly with the flow somebody go a robo heard the lames and i swear they so so too much love for the fame just to go broke you said like i had the rap game and a show car I think i got the whole world on a road gotta think of damn dog you crazy is he the next jay-z my crystal ball is hazy but i don't know maybe
2: it's been over a year, and that shit still bangs, yo. It still bangs. It's still, you know. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, this is Chris here. It's been a while. Been a minute. Um, but I told you guys, every now and then, I might just decide, just without warning, come back with this handy check, drop one in there. Um, and I was just waiting for the right moment to, to kind of do it, and I decided, uh, it wasn't even on purpose, but, um, you know, First Sunday in, in in Black History Month for 2022, decided to come back and uh, drop an impromptu insanity check. I'm uh, being joined here uh, by my man, my co-host on the Character Corner, Super Tuesday Recap, the host of the Unanimous Decision Podcast, Deepom. Pom. What's going on, man?
1: You ever, like, agree to something? And then, like, I guess it's probably said every time I've been on this show. You'll ask me a week in advance. I'll say sure. And then something stupid crazy happens like Brian Flores sues the NFL. <laughs> 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 it, you,
2: you know, it, it, is, it, 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 you know it, it wasn't until you just said this. I was like, wait a minute. I've been out of the game for so long of uh, doing the show. I forgot that is how it goes. I was trying to figure out why this week was so fucking insane. And I was like, oh, I asked Deepon to be on the Sandy check. That's why. Huh.
1: Like, makes Real sense. talk The schedule this was last Sunday we did our Super Tuesday recap. And after we got done talking, we were just kind of chatting after the show, and you said, "Hey, I'm thinking about doing Sanity Check next week. Do you want to come on?" And the, from the moment I said yes, <laughs> I've oh, just been watching and been like, "Huh, really? Yeah." And here we are, recorded. Yo, and the funny
2: thing about it was, like, you know. It's so funny, right? You know, what is bringing me out of retirement of the insanity check to kind of do this episode, right? And this this thing back, right? The last episode I did was literally like, uh, I think it was Rod and Karen. Um, Might have been you one too. Uh, I, know,
1: I was on the episode before.
2: Okay, so it was Rod and Karen, I believe. And the last episode, and it was right. Be, it was like three days before January 6th. And everybody was like, well, yeah, well you're coming back now. I was like, absolutely not. I was like, hell fucking no. After that bullshit that went down, uh no, I'm good. Matter of fact, it reaffirmed. You mean that the,
1: the display of legitimate political discourse? Yeah
2: the, 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 yeah, the display of legitimate political discourse. That didn't get me out every time. The death of Russ Limbaugh, mm. you know, did not get me out, right? There's a lot of you're things that, uh, like, every time something crazy happened, people were just like, so you're coming back? You coming back? Yeah, hey, come on. I know you I know you missed it now. And to be perfectly honest with you, the answer was no. Because honestly, I should have realized and it's like, yo, having to deal with all that bullshit,
1: oh man, it it sucked. <laughs> it was no longer And I want to remind everyone that I said yes to this. I don't yeah. know why I'm yeah.
2: here. Um so you wonder what you actually wonder what it did what did it for me, what actually made me say I gotta do an insanity check. And it's it's you're gonna laugh. This is this is the funniest shit, right? It's not political discourse it's not we're gonna talk about some of this stuff we're gonna talk about some of the things that's been happening yeah. over the last year we're gonna talk you know this even the shit that happened this week we're gonna talk about that shit you know what it was it's on facebook like literally i think the week that i asked you so i went facebook and i saw this post where somebody was like well you know the difference between you know uh older generation and this generations are you know it's it's how they do laundry you know older generations separate their clothes out and younger generations they just throw everything together into the laundry and go from there i was like that's fucking ridiculous right and then people in the comments were like wait, why would you separate clothes? And my brain yeah. literally did that thing where you just, I just did a little tick. and I was like, wait, what you, you're just lumping everything together? And people were just like, yeah, I just throw everything together. And again, I'm not talking about people that are doing this for, hey, if you're going to a laundromat and you have a limited money, that makes sense. I'm talking about people that have their own, their own washer and dryer and decide, yeah, I just don't feel like, I'm like, and it just hit me, it was like, the world has descended into chaos. So you're literally throwing all of your clothes into the same load—whites and darks mixed together, whites and reds mixed together. F- fuck that! Like y- your work clothes with your workout clothes, the funky stuff with the non-too-funky stuff, the dishcloths and the the towels with the underwear. I'm—I just—it just—it—it it, it just made my brain just go. What the fuck has happened what are we have we have we come to this point now where the world has literally gone insane where we can't deal with anything mind you, it wasn't vaccine hesitancy and and anti-vaxxers and and crt and the miss wasn't any of that shit none of that shit got me it was literally going like the one last thing we had in the safety of our homes would you have a basket for lights
1: Okay, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do this. I'm not. Just. I, I appreciate that's what tipped you. Just, I refuse. To <laughs> do your laundry. How you feel? <laughs> I don't care. I'm not gonna. I this shouldn't is not care. One of the times where I'm going I, to jump on Chris's side here. I shouldn't I
2: care. I this, shouldn't care. This, but
1: I'm just, is, because it's a, it's a level. <laughs> it's a level of chaos.
2: It's they're the level. Strong. How like? Because to me, I'm like. This is like. So we're just so you just don't care, like you just—it doesn't even cross your mind that somehow that white shirt you have might all of a sudden
1: become like you just don't care. We just—I think I'm, I think I, I think want, it's a generational thing because people wash with cold now, and, and it's not going to run your I, clothes like I, that. I wash with cold too. But I'm just like so, okay, so some I, of this, and, and maybe it this, is, and maybe it is. So,
2: it, it maybe it is. Maybe I am. I'm. So I, it, I've, old wounds. I, it is. It is. I'm traumatized. I've I've had that. <laughs> so now this is gone
1: from a point of anger to let's heal, Chris.
2: Yeah. No. 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 And look, and look. And look. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I after the year off, I also realized I did a lot of soul searching. Also realized is sometimes, sometimes, and and it's not even sometimes. I've come to this realization, and it's gonna. It took me a while to get here, right? Because especially this year, I'm fucking old. Yeah, old. As I just, it just, it hit me, and I was like, mm,
1: "Shit, I'm old." You know, like, you know I turned next level of that realization. Sometimes mm. the youth are right.
2: Yeah, and right, and I'm like, mm. "Like, there's been a couple times when I'm like, like, mm. oh my god, I'm the old man on the lawn.' Shit, I'm I'm fucking old, but I'm right too, and I'm like, mm. I just like, I can't let it go, and I'm like, oh shit. I just want to
1: age gracefully mm. enough to when someone says. Old man, here's how we do it now. I looked him in the face and said, let me give it a shot. <laughs> I may not change all my way. Chris, I will never have voice-activated shit in my house. I don't like it. I don't want it. I don't. No, nah, I'm good. I can push a butt.
2: Oh, see, I See, so see? Here, but here's a crazy thing. Go. But here's a crazy thing, right? Everybody has their thing. For, for you, is voice- See, I can do voice-activated. I got the voice-activated. I, I got a smart lock. I got all that shit in my house. It's fine, good, everything like that. But then when somebody goes, Hey, but you don't have to. You don't have to separate your clothes I'm like them. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> get the fuck out of here! You're putting your dirty underwear with the. Well, you're, putting your, you're, you're putting your dirty. Let me get this you're putting your dirty underwear with the dishcloth. Get the fuck out of here, sir! Get the fuck out of here! Get, what kind of what kind of chaos are you motherfuckers dealing with? Get the fuck out of here, Alexa! You know what, Alexa! Alexa, Alexa! Tell me what craziness is. You know, it's like that. That's where I'm at, I, and I realize I'm like.
1: Yeah. And you recognize it, and you're yes. able to embrace it. Yes. And you keep moving. Like if yes. not, you know what that, you're not gonna let this ruin your day or damn. life. You're okay. just kind of noticing the differences. Yeah,
2: you go, huh. huh? That's what. And I, I, I went, I went, huh? That's what the kids are doing today. And I'm like,
1: fuck, damn it, that's what the kids are doing, kids are doing today. <laughs> damn it, I'm, I'm fucking old. I, Shit, I am distinctly not the kids. Yeah, I'm
2: just like. Uh. You know, and and and, you're, and, you're, and of course, your body center going like, "Yes, motherfucker." You know, you you take you take a leave on a daily basis for, for for the pain you have that you think is from working out too hard. No, motherfucker, it's called getting out of bed. It's like shit, shit. Yeah. Yes, I've I've come to that that realization. I'm old.
1: So far, so good on in the insanity. This is the uh, number of <laughs> times he Palmer's
2: wished she didn't agree to this. We're at zero so far. But yeah, I mean, you know, but uh, but uh, but, uh, but honestly, it's uh, it. I needed a break. Um, yeah. and we talked about this a little bit before in some of the other shows where it was getting to the point where you and and I say th- there, so. There was a again, the kids are gonna be fine. Um, there was a uh, <laughs> there was there was a there was a video. They might have been a TikTok from one of the influencers. He was like. What it was really like to be an influencer. Right. And he went through this thing. We just talk about what his day is like. And and it's what we've always known. It's like, you know, and again, I'm not even saying that we're an influencer, but just to trying to get into this where you're making your hobby something that you become that that is something that you do on a daily basis. Everything becomes content. Right. And when you start doing it and I was doing it, not even on all the time, but just at the fraction of the level I was doing to realize something. It's like you lose enjoyment out of things. Like, so again, going back to that thing when people were just like, oh, what January 6th happened? It's like, oh, I bet you wish. You, I'm like, no, I didn't actually, because as crazy as that shit was, um, I did not have to turn it into content and not talking about it actually was the best way to deal with it. Because right. again, you're in the middle, we're also in the, thing you're going through that, you're in the middle of a pandemic, you're dealing with all this stuff, like there is so much stuff, and, and, and this is getting seriously, when you start talking about to people about everybody's mental well-being right now, when you've been going through this time and you're making everything content, like I remember there was a big thing during the pandemic where people were like, oh, well, use this time off to, to learn a skill, I'm like, no, like when do you have time for yourself? And so I spent that year from when I stopped doing that last show. And again, we've been still doing the shows. We mean, care to corner things like that, you know, movie trailer, stuff like that, even that, but like being able to just like, do like the one show on Sunday for like legend of tomorrow or the flash or something like that, or even like you know, one of the Disney shows. Um, and then just go and enjoy the rest of my day and not have to do this stuff. I was like, yeah, that was mental health. Like, it becomes so draining, and when that becomes something you're dealing with all the time, you see this all the time with people, it's like, you become mentally drained. We wonder why people, you know, when you, when your hobby becomes something you've turned into, and some people have to do this, turn into something that you need to monetize in order to survive, Right. well, what are you doing to actually enjoy I, life?
1: I also want to acknowledge that you and I have a level of privilege in that we have the mental bandwidth to be able to pull off day jobs that have nothing to do with any of this.
2: Exactly. And, and so, so I'm glad you brought that up because that was a big thing for me as well. So during this time period, I was like, you know, because also because of work and things like that, I was spending less time on Twitter and Facebook. It just was, um, I, I just didn't have access to my phone and things like that. And so I use that time to also kind of, attention to how people were around me who weren't also online all the time moved. I still want to be connected because I feel like there's that thing called the bubble where you get off the line and then you get in your little bubble and then you have no idea what things are going on. And I wanted to see how those people moved and by seeing that you start realizing just um, the privilege that comes from being able to disconnect from that to basically be able to unplug. Um, and not be at center of that all the time, because here's the thing: I, when I started doing that and spending less time online and using that privilege I had, right? You know, me and you talk about this all the time—the privilege to, n- to be able to make money and not have to make every single one of your hobbies something that you monetize. Using that privilege, I was able to come back and look and say, "Shit, that is actually very draining." This is why a lot of people are not happy, right? And this is not getting into like clinical depression things like that. That's a whole separate thing I'm not talking about. But right. just like. Just your base happiness, like I noticed this before. I talk about this all the time with with movies. I got to the point where I was watching so many movies and things like that to re, to review for content. It got to the point where it's like when you eat something that you really really like, but you eat so much of it, you you lose that enjoyment of it. I was like, I stopped enjoying watching movies. I was like, this is, this is not fun anymore. Like I don't enjoy this because I'm no longer watching the movie just to watch it. I'm watching it to have to have content to do a review for but then also because i'm online so i then also consumed all of the think pieces about said said content (laughs) beforehand so now i've got that in my head as i'm doing this other stuff and i'm like there's no way to enjoy anything
1: like this i found myself at at certain points mentally combating what i thought would be criticism of the thing i like as Mm -hmm. i watched it as i was trying to like it oh oh, absolutely what am i doing you 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 get ahead you're you
2: already get into. Before you even seen the criticism, now you're pre-defending what you're writing, what you're watching. And it's like at that point it's like, I'm not enjoying this. And so like I would I, I laugh with, with um with Brandon and, and, and Roe about this, where there was a time I think it was like right at the end of twenty twenty where I had done a um, bunch of reviews for uh, the, with Roe and Brandon, and we had done, um, I had done with Roe uh, the Toronto Film Festival in 2020, and at the end of it, I just kind of tapped out, and next thing I know, I was just sitting there at home watching like found footage films on, on, on Amazon Prime. They'd be like, hey, there's this new movie coming. We got to watch it, and I'm like, yeah, you guys have fun with that. I'm just going to watch, you know, this dumb thing that's on Amazon Prime that I found that's not good but like it would just like it healed my brain because I was mm-hmm. like it's dumb nobody else is watching it so nobody's gonna comment about it I don't have to worry about subject it subjected to anyone's opinion I about. don't to, yeah there's nobody's opinion on it um it's my little thing I'm watching it it's okay and if I want to come back later and talk about it I can and that's fine and so like that's how the found footage film stuff that we're doing now on the premium network that's all that came about these are all films I watched during that time period where I was like Oh wow! You know, I actually enjoyed the fuck out of this. And there's no commentary. The, the films are older; they've been out already. the The conversations about them have already been already happened. So it's like, oh wow, okay, cool. I can have my own opinion, and, and it was just so free. It was, it was, it was so good. That's led to me when I when I skipped out on Shang Chi when it first came out, and I waited until I hit the Disney Plus able to watch it. You know, on my own, didn't see any commentary on it. Didn't feel, wasn't feeling FOMO and things like that. And yeah, so that definitely um is was another big thing. And and you got to think about this. It's not just with this is with movies. Think about if right. you 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 are working, you're an activist and you're working with, you know, and we'll talk about this later, but like, you know, police reform and, and shootings and and, and 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 anti-racism and things like that. If that is what you are having to deal with on a day-to-day basis. What is that doing to you mentally? And it's not saying to stop doing it, right? Right. But there has to be some kind of realization. Like if that's how I felt when it came to just movies and fiction, how's this <laughs> feeling people that deal with this shit on a day-to-day basis, right? And and who right. don't have the privilege of being able to do like I did, which is I'm checking out. Right. Yeah. It's a big thing, right? And so yeah and so that's why i was like you know what i'm gonna take a year i'm gonna take a year and 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 just not have to worry about it not to worry about everything i look at and and it and, and, and being commentary and having to talk about and things like that you know and i've gotten to the point now where it's like i have a year or something in my brain so i need to get it out
1: <laughs> so yeah. it's like, no, you're really like I, I do want to talk about this. i do want
2: to talk about this shit you know, I it's, been, about this. it's
1: been a good year like in the same way for me like i have found out that there's a lot of stuff that i just won't talk about at length it's particularly like a podcast like Superman right. and Lois, that's just mine. Right. Star Wars has turned into man and my wife, so I don't need to share it with anyone else. That's ours. <laughs> She's fallen in love with it in a way that is a little terrifying. <laughs> She's like, my favorite characters are like, they're not the best characters. Now, I had to point it out to her. I'm like, you need to reframe this when you start telling people that. but um, Yeah, it's just, it's its wild. But the, you're right. You start to say, oh, because, like you said, again, the privilege of this, not our lives, not having to be content. Mm-hmm. Which I, th- I saw that same TikTok the, the, the young man put up. Yeah. All well, right. Where, where he, he breaks it down. Like, yes, I'm not working nine to five, but my life is my work. My life is well, work. Yo, and that's I what. Yo.
2: <laughs> it was so funny. I, I, I <laughs> what also helped me last year is <laughs> I'm, I, I met my girlfriend and I remember I was telling her um what I used to do pre-pandemic when it came to like movie rooms and things like that. I was like, yeah, sometimes I'm getting like two and a half, three hours of sleep at night. She's like, what? I was like, well yeah, you know, I work at eight hour, ten hour a day. Then I have to go to the movie that's like in like an hour away from where I'm I'm living right now with my dad. I had to go there, watch a the movie, God forbid the out is movie's long and it's over two hours, drive an hour back so if the movie started at seven Ends at 9, 9.30. Drive back home. That's another hour. I gotta get the review up because the embargo's up the next day. I gotta review it that night. So then I gotta, you know, if I do a video review of it uh, to get it up, that might take an hour or two. Then um, maybe I got a quick nap and then wake up to edit it and then get it out so it's ready by the time the embargo's up at 3 o'clock in the morning. And then rinse, wash, and repeat. She was like, what the fuck was wrong with your heart? Like, how are you not dead? And I sat there and goes like, but no! And I'm like, uh, that's right. What is that? Like when you're when you have to do all this stuff and get it. So now I've gotten to the point where it's like you guys get it when you get it. Like I forgot to put out the butterfly kisses. I was like I was part of the other episode going like I thought I had put out I thought we had done four premium episodes. And then I put in the last one, I was like, Oh, I never released butterfly kisses. Uh well, you guys are getting three in one day now. I'm just like, I don't care anymore. I'm not rushing to do that because like you said, when, when you're doing this stuff when and, and, and this is an influencer I think who's making a lot of money off of it, but everybody else is mm-hmm. doing the same thing those are the ones who are at least getting some kind of payout from it and actually he, he even said he's not making a lot of money off of it, right He's not It
1: took him a year to get to where he is
2: right so that's the those are those are the success stories. Think about everyone else who's doing the same thing who's not making a dime but is working that harder or harder in the hopes of trying to make a dime. That it's an it. No, it's impossible. It's impossible. And again, when everything becomes content, when when do you have anything legitimate? When when do you have a hobby? When do you get to turn yourself off? When do you get to just enjoy something to enjoy? When do you get to enjoy something that's you know what? It's problematic. You know.
1: You know what you and I've never talked about on air anywhere. What? Always something.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> which is back, and I'm like, oh, I gotta catch up, man.
1: <laughs> like, it's raw. it's, it's fan.
2: Yeah, no, always something. is great. I can't, I still can't. How many seasons is that now? I can't believe that show's still like.
1: Think fifteen. I, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like,
2: incredible. I'm like, amazing.
1: Yeah, but, fifteen was this past season.
2: But but let's let's talk about that. You I mean you mentioned you know this week with the Brian Flores thing, right? So one of the things I also did this uh this fall was I started watching football again. Right. I stopped watching football for a while. It wasn't in the Kaepernick thing. I thought watching football because of CTE, the the, the domestic right. violence, all like I just, and also just generally uh, you know, like they're shitty. But then I came to the realization there's two things. One, one, I miss live sports. And I had to give up the sport I, I replaced uh NFL with. I gave up the UFC because I realized it's like the NFL is bad. And everybody's talking about that. I'm like, you guys don't understand. The I'm NFL, sure. the 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 NFL and the owner and at least you have at least the NFL is at least trying to pretend like they're anti- and they're not we know they're not but let's try okay. the UFC... Right. Uh, what I'm saying is I'm saying I mean you got the owners there's a there's a whole we'll, we'll get to that later right but for the UFC the the Dana White was spoke at the RNC Dana White literally took during the height of the pandemic. Took the UFC to Florida because Florida and Ron DeSantis is basically like, oh yeah, if you guys want to die, you can die here. Yeah, that's fine. We'll, we'll we'll be the only place that allows live sports. The fighters themselves are were Donald Trump's fans, super racist. Dana
1: White, Dana White made Jake Paul the good guy. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. That, if, if oh one one sin. We're all the sins in one. I'm cheering for Jake Paul. Right? How dare you?
2: Dana? I'm like Jesus Christ. Jake Paul's right here. Words <laughs> I never thought I would fucking say. And so it's gotten to the point like and then the latest things happened with um uh the, the heavyweight chant where Dana's trying to say it was like no, it wasn't it, it wasn't I didn't put the belt on I I I had to deal with another thing. But no, no, no. no. Like there's a pattern for Dana White and outspoken black champions. Anybody who does not toe the line, and I don't know if you saw the thing Michael Buffer tried to say this week. was like, "Friends, where are you going to go? If you go from here, you'll be irrelevant. So you basically, basically like, get back in line, slave. I'm like, it's gotten to that point. But but that's what it always is. And and it's always been that way, right? And it's always been that way. But it got to the point during the pandemic where, and I've gotten to the point where the quiet part now not only is said out loud, but now becomes a, a total feature. They are now leaning so heavily into it. You can't even pretend. Someone's like, fuck it, I'm going back to the the NFL. At least the NFL is going to like, yeah, they're lying to my face, but at least they're going to put, hey, Black Lives Matter on the back of the helmet. I'll take that
1: shit. And we're going to talk about this more when we get deeper into that story. I will say this off rip. The NFL, the structure, like the the league office, you go to the league office, it's a lot of women in that office, Mm -hmm. a lot of black faces in that office. Roger Goodell isn't the problem. Right. And and he has no power over the owners, and And like so. Yes, I want to make that delineation because Joe uh, 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 Dana White is a thing, but from everyone I've talked to who's ever dealt with him, Roger Goodell seems to be in the right place on this. It just has no. Fucking leverage. Well, and,
2: and and we can talk about it right now, and, and that's and, that, and that's what I realized I had to start coming with the difference, right? It's like mm-hmm. there's only about so much the NFL what Roger Goodell could do about the owner. There's th- more, probably more they can do. Not going to say there's not anything else they can do, right? right? There's certain things they can do, but also it's you know owners run that league. <laughs> Let's be honest here. The owners run so, that.
1: So I delayed this UD pod. I'm going to record one after this, but because I want to talk about this with you first. For me. And you've got, so I, let's full disclosure, I played college football. A lot of my life I would not have without football. I acknowledge that. Um, I worked in the league after college. I was an agent for uh, five years, six years. I get it. It's hard for me to reconcile watching football today. Mm -hmm. I, my wife points out all the time, she's like, When I'm watching the actual, I love the actual sport, the X's and O's, the strategy, the the person. I love Mm. the on the field stuff so much.
2: I mean, while you're saying that, like two weekends ago, we had the greatest weekend of all time in football. Like, literally, I watched that weekend. I was like, I'm sitting there going, like, yeah, guys, I can't. Yeah, like we needed this. (laughs) We as a people needed a weekend. I needed a moment. Yes, yes, you're right. You know, More people should be wearing masks. Maybe there shouldn't be all these people in the stands, but like I needed that competition and that level of holy shit that that just I needed that shit in my soul. I needed that honestly because it's been rough for the last two years. I didn't realize how much I needed that until I saw that weekend I was like every game came down to the last minute and this was amazing. Oh my gosh, can we do it again?
1: The first fall of my life, I didn't watch college football. Was two seasons ago. Was the first one in the pandemic because I was just like, "This is inconceivable. I cannot mentally record. I can't watch it. I didn't watch it mm-hmm. down." This past season, I did, and my team won national title. It was fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> but that's not why I brought it up. Promise. <laughs> but this season, it, for me, it was the beginnings of the NIL. Mm-hmm. It was. The watching the old guard get upset, but then watching them have to say, like, look, for years, they begged for this, and you wouldn't give them an inch. Now they just took this hit. And they're going to try to regulate it now, and it's not going to work because the, the horse out that bar. But what I think, and, and what I want to make sure everyone realizes is that the NIL money, most players across the country aren't making a dime. But with your backup right tackle in directional Michigan school, there is no sport. The true reform for that sport is when the TV deals stop going to the people who sit in boxes and go to the labor. Like that's a much deeper, bigger problem. I've been able to reconcile the NFL thing a little bit more because some of the things are collectively bargained. The I have my own longstanding and like a three-hour podcast issues worth of problems with the NFLPA's leadership in the last uh, – when did divorce? I think of 2013. <laughs> um, but no, doesn't I was earlier than that. But like, at least I feel like they have some representation, right? The players in in college, they just kind of said, "Go out there, buddy. We need this money." And because they were able to prey on these kids, saying like, "Hey, we want to play," it took a pandemic and then a season of the ability to get money to realize that they had value—not realize—and they have actionable value. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be interesting to see what unfolds from there. But I'll tell you this, man. Watching them, them, them dogs win that national title hit me in a place that I didn't know I still had as a sports fan. Yeah,
2: like sports is—I mean, you need it, and like it's one of those things that I—I I realized that I, I needed it in my life, and I was not getting it because I literally had to stop with the UFC. Like, I there's been a couple of times where I was like, "There's a fight coming up next week, and now I'm going to be out of town, obviously, so I can't watch it." But there's fighters I want to support. I want—I almost bought the fight last the the, uh, the last fight, the last pay-per-view, and I was like, I just can't do it, because, like, it's just everything that the UFC and Dana White, and you know what it honestly was, uh, this is going to sound, uh, I fucking hate it, again, like, I was close to doing it, and then I saw Dana White responding back to Jake Paul, and I was like, fuck, he's right, though, you're, Jake, Dana, you're so fucking wrong on this. You're so fucking wrong on
1: this. It's indefensible.
2: It's indefensible. And then and then you saw the pay that came out of that fight. And you were just like, are you fucking kidding me? Dude, you guys are making so much money. You guys made fighters go to an island in Dubai to fight during the pandemic. And then you realize that these fighters... Outside of sponsorship money, they're not getting, they're not getting, like, there's so many, and, and 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 again, this is part of the problem, just like you know, all the sports media, MMA media is terrible, because MMA media, a lot of it came out of blogs, so they don't really have a lot of the, you know, journalistic integrity, you would think, so a lot of them are just mouthpieces for the UFC and for Dana White in the first place, and so you're having them try to sit there and, and turn what they're trying to pitch as feel good stories is not it's like oh yeah you know this fighter you know you know he had you know he was saying that if he if he didn't win this fight and get that that $50,000 bonus he wasn't going to be able to pay his bills i'm like that's not good that's not a could you imagine if like you know at the end of the of a NFL game a, a game oh man i'm so glad i won because if i lost this game my kids and i wouldn't been able to eat today that's not
1: so one of the things about Dana White is that as a promoter, he's just spectacularly short sighted.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so he has a commodity that's valuable for a set number of years, and then he can underpay it because he's the only game in town. Mm-hmm. Cool. What happens when that commodity's utility as a physical commodity runs up? Well, you've created a new sphere that's entirely dependent on access that you control. And it's run like you said by bloggers. He gave these old fighters nowhere to go, so right. now Forrest Griffin speaks up and says Jake Paul is right. Like names people know, yeah, are supporting the people you got beef with because you didn't build a sound structure. Well, because also, what if there yeah. was a UFC network where you were funneling these fighters in for for behind the scenes or for training stuff? What if there was a, a even a weak union, a puppet union? But, like, but, I, Dana, but this is the thing Dana built. It's going to crush it.
2: But so that's the thing though. He kinda did. But it was one of the things he did it to make them so solely dependent on him. So there is a funnel that they have. So there's a lot of former fighters and things like that that you get on the good side of Dana White, you're set for life. But that's the problem. You gotta stay on the good side of Dana White. So that means when Dana White is a hundred percent fucking wrong, you gotta defend Dana White. Because if you don't, now all that Post-fighter stuff that he's doing, the 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 deals of making you a commentator, putting you on ESPN as as a spokesperson, giving you a um because there was there was a lot of fight like um Chuck Liddell, Chuck Liddell probably I don't know if he's still there but I don't know they gave Chuck Chuck Liddell a front office job.
1: I think they ran him out of that job when they didn't sell.
2: They might, yeah, they might have, but like that was the, that that was the thing. So so they know I did that, but it was still it still came with you got you better be fucking loyal to me though. And so there's a bunch of fighters all are like that. So now it turns into this thing now, and we're gonna talk about this because it goes across the board now. It's it's literally like the Trump thing. How many of these fighters truly believe the bullshit that they're pushing? And how many of them are doing it because Dana White's pushing it, so we are pushing it too? Because the only way to stay in the good graces and to make sure I'm gonna constantly have a paycheck or I'm gonna be taken care of if something happens to me is if Dana White takes pity on me and and still believes I'm 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 as good, I'm as I'm his guy right and that's the thing and and it's it's so funny to me cuz so many of the bad things i've seen that happen out of the UFC and um the uh the MMA media i'm i'm now completely disgusted cuz i'm starting to see the same thing i mean it's always been there but out of regular media like i put this on facebook when i was like yo so are we not going to talk about the fact that we're just now openly promoting gambling now dog i i just like to the point because that's one of the things that when I started watching football again that caught me off guard is when right. e, when e, when e, ESPN was like and now you know here's our DraftKings sponsored place where
1: we're going to talk about the prop bet and I'm like what the fuck we're doing this so, now we're so <laughs> what's wild is for years for so this again I want to couch this in we all right and right, so right, right. when we grew up when we were coming up we were told that. You ruined the integrity of the game. We were told that um, um, you could never have teams in Vegas. That's too close to gambling. You were told all these things, and then they saw how much money they were going to make in the pandemic. Because once the pandemic started, and this ties to a lot of the other things that we can talk about—cryptos, NFTs, trading cards—all oh. who had disposable income didn't know what to do with it, They started inventing ways to spend money, which is some wild rich people shit. Um, but. In doing so, they flooded all of this with with just useless, pointless shit. It's
2: it is it is so manipulative. Because here's the thing: so so the 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 whole, and this is why I find it so funny because. A lot of the things that UFC was doing that was shady, and now seeing other people doing it, so they were the they were really pushing, and it, it was not unheard of to see a UFC fight start, you know, sponsored by DraftKings and things like that, like right? right. under. You start seeing the fighters, again, the fighters, uh, a lot of MMA fighters are now into crypto and NFTs. Why? Well, fuck, because, hey, if you're not making a lot of fucking money, but you can, you have this, you know, uh, Web 3.0 shit that's being, promising you that that's the future and it's gonna give you money, you're more susceptible to fall into that bullshit. So there's a ton of, a, of, of well-known MMA fighters, current and non-current, who are big on starting NFTs and all of the other crypto bullshit all in it. Uh, Kenny Florian's in it. Um, I think uh, Anthony Pettis just did as uh, many NFTs now. They're all into this shit because, again, it's this way of okay, cool, this is the way you make money. And it's also part of the brand that the NF- UFC has been doing. right? UFC's bo-
1: that if, with, with these things, it doesn't work unless you've got new new entrants.
2: Right. And again, and, the, and, and also, the UFC is big in where? Vegas, right? So all of this stuff is around that. In Miami, right in Miami and so so then it caught me off guard when I started seeing ESPN doing the same thing for like NFL games, So I'm like,
1: oh, oh, uh, wait what, what you've got what's actually super interesting about the Brian Flores thing is that he accused the owner of the Dolphins, Stephen Ross of saying oh, among other things, but I'd pay you a hundred thousand dollars per loss Bruh. Yo. At I'm that waiting same for time in that, in that same window, Stephen Ross was purchasing a minority stakeship into sports gambling operations.
2: I'm waiting, and and this is where I, this is when I realize it's like the sports media has become a hundred percent compromise, and we're talking about media compromise in a minute. I'm like nobody has mentioned that part. They're talking about oh, whoa, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's the racism. We know that, and they're going heavy into that. They're mentioning the 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 hundred thousand dollars, like, and but they're taking the, the 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 possibility of that, and the angle on that is. Well, it's ruining the integrity of the game, and we don't like that, and fans wouldn't like that stuff. Like that. I'm like, no, 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 guys, um, no, no. This segment that's sponsored by DraftKings, that <laughs> that previous segment that you had where you're literally going for prop bets, um, motherfucker, all of this shit is compromised now. You you you're not letting Pete Rose into the fucking Hall of Fame because of betting, um, motherfucker. This is way bigger than that. Do you guys not see this? And I was like, oh, of course they do. They can't mention that. They can't mention that because I'm like, that's the first thing I went to. I'm like, if, because we all know that it's, it's, I mean, not the paying part, but we know teams that tank, right? You know, it. teams tank to get better draft picks. We, we know what happens, right? The paying thing makes it a little bit more icky. But again, so that cut off. But when you start bringing in an owner that is bought into gambling operations, and you're now trying to pay two tank games. This is beyond draft picks. This is beyond just the overall. It's not the spirit of the game. This is probably not legal, right? This is now way beyond just that. This is fraud. Well, so, but
1: you've also <laughs> got to remember, you've you've got a uh, an NFL owner who was convicted of defrauding uh, America's <laughs> truckers. Um, yeah, Jimmy Hasel. Just Google it. Um, he's also the biggest back of Tennessee football, which I think is very funny. Um, a lot of bang for your buck, everybody. Um, yeah, it's just, it's it's so naked now. So it's always been compromised. The right. NFL right. and these right. sports leagues have always been fully honed partners of ESPN, ABC, whoever. Uh, there was a situation before Bill Simmons left to go do the ringer. He criticized Roger Goodell um, on air in a way they thought was beyond the pale in the NFL... Requested him be suspended, which he was. What we're seeing now is there's no veil.
2: And that's the thing that shocked me so much. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, so, and, and like, that's when it just hit me because it was like, I've been watching it all season. And I was like, and it just finally hit me. I was like, wait, are we just not going to talk about this? Because it was like, literally, it was like right before the Bengals Chiefs game and they were talking about what the betting lines are. And I was like, wait, are we? This is not like a commercial. This is this is actually an NF This is actually an ESPN segment. Where's the? How is? Are you guys fucking shitting me right now?
1: The juice is worth the squeeze. We were told for years Pete Rose is the worst thing that could happen in sports, and now they're like, well, "What did he put an express line in?" I'm <laughs> just like, I'm like, you guys don't see like I'm hoping like
2: um and actually I don't think there is. I think I think some of the actual. The, the, some of the, the the folks on EFN have talked about placing their own bets. I'm like, wait, are you guys allowed
1: to place bets? Dog, you can compete with them in in, in against traffic. It's one of their promotions. Come compete against the analysts. What
0: are we doing,
1: guys? Look, it's the end of the world. I'm telling I'm like, everyone laughs when I'm saying. I'm like, no, guys, not funny. The oh
2: world. my god, I'm just like, are we are we are we serious right now, or is everybody just? And I'm just looking at Important caveat, we might be old. <laughs> well, no, here, here's the thing. I know I'm old because like I'm watching all this crypto, Bitcoin, NFT thing, right? And first of all, I'm just like, I'm old. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But then I realized I was like, well, I've seen people try to explain it. And I'm like, oh, wait, you don't get it either. You're just throwing your money into it. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm old. Again, talking about being old. I was like, oh, I live through the dot-com bubble. That's what this is. There oh, I was like, oh,
1: oh, and you guys don't know.
2: You, oh, oh, oh,
1: oh. This I've had gone. someone try to sell me a timeshare. <laughs> I've had someone try to sell me advocate. I was like, this is the bastard child of those two. I'm good.
2: I'm like, oh, you guys don't remember pets.com. Oh, 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 no. You guys, because like, I was I was looking at it and I was reading somebody, like, somebody who's like, literally, like, no, bull, I'm going to explain AFT to you. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I get it. Like there's you know non fungible to- tokens, and you know the but it's not the image. You know people keep thinking that oh yeah, I just copied the image. No, it's not that right. The image is just that's there. But like you're getting a pointer on the ch- on the blockchain. I'm like, well, what's the pointer to? Nothing. But maybe something. And I'm like,
1: Chris, Chris. You're- so so one of my boys got like he made a bunch of money. He he, he weathered the pandemic well. Had a bunch of um. Disposable income. He's been investing in trading cards. And he's, I'm watching uh, to the point where I'm like, this is stupid, but it's working, so I can't get mad. At him. <laughs> like, he paid X number of dollars for a Joe Burrow card, and he was going to sell it before the game, uh, right before Super Bowl, because they may not win, but it'll definitely peak out at that point. That was, I'm was like, okay, cool. That made, that makes sense. I go, and one of our other friends was explaining NFTs, and he looked at him, and he's like, you're an idiot. He's like, at least I'm selling a thing. Like, I know the value is going to change a lot. That's why I sell it when I sell it. However, you're just buying nothing. It's it was <laughs> watching him get mad about it. I was like, oh, I told stupid. <laughs> okay, it, it's, it's okay, cool. Like people are like, well, no, but this is the
2: same thing as you know, it's the same thing as speculation and trading stocks and stuff. And I'm like, no, no, no. But those stocks are still real. The value <laughs> of those stocks might not be. It might be inflated, and there might be a lot yeah, of shady shit going on in the back. Now. No value is imagined. All values, right, imagined. right, right. All values imagined. But you still have something. I still bought a stock, a share of Apple. I still bought a share of this startup over here. Now, maybe, hey, maybe I bought a share, shares in, you know, wework.com and there's a, I watched all that series about how all of them come to, yeah, I watched that shit, right? So I, maybe I bought a stock in wework.com and it all became, it all came underneath there, but like there's still something underneath there that you can track in the value. NFTs, by definition, are nothing. <laughs> there's, nothing there there's a hope that and maybe at some point there's something there but there's nothing there and there might never be anything there and literally what it is is I'm going to buy that hype it up so much and then sell it to somebody else who's dumb enough to believe that it's going to be worth something more later as on as long as you're not the last sucker it's a to great thing, right and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like so this is a grift and honestly it's again the dot com bubble this is exactly what it is Where yeah, I want to
1: get in front of this right now there's someone listening. He says, "You guys just don't get it." And you're typing right now to one of us. Don't. I will block. I well, no, no, a- no. 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 No.
2: No. I got you. I got you. I got you. I know, what to I know what to say on this. I know what to say on this. Then cash out.
0: <laughs> <Why> I <did> hate you. <laughs> then cash out. No, I'm, I'm just
2: saying. Like, because <laughs> this is my thing. With, this is my thing with crypto and all this shit. It's like, well, then cash out. Like. We, we know we know people can do it. We know, we know people are making money off of it. All right, cool. All right, cool. Be a millionaire. Do it. Like, that's my thing. It's like, I'm poking, poking with a stick. Do the money. Do the, do, do it. Like, and if you, again, we know there's some people have. Like, and again, this is going to what I was saying about the media, the, the, the sports media being in on this. There's a the flip side is the, the, the regular media is now in on the crypto scam too. So now I don't know if you guys are starting noticing more and more of these, like H and R Block and all these other things are now trying to do this thing where, oh yeah, we can do your taxes in crypto, or we can, we can, we can, we can, we can uh, invest now, invest your retirement in crypto,
1: motherfucker. They know it's a bad idea, but they know you're going <laughs> to do it, so they're off It's like the fact that you can still get an ARM, you can still get an adjustable yeah. mortgage in yeah. America yeah. today. Yeah. There is, there are very, the few, the reasons I would advise you to get an ARM. Um, you you know you're leaving in the next five to seven years. Mm-hmm. You know. You're somewhere on a contract that's fine. Um, you're a, an NFL player who gets traded a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could still buy a house with an arm. It's not a good idea. <laughs> right. right. I s- I saw, I saw... If a client came to me and said, I want an arm, I would ask them why, and i say, are you sure? They would say yes. That would, you know what I'd do? Sell them the arm. <laughs> I just, like, I, I I I saw there was a CNB and So now
2: it was so you get you got companies now saying invest your invest in retirement. We'll open up an entire account with you with crypto. And I was like, Ooh, that sounds like a bad idea, right? Because of the volatility there. You're really now gambling. It's now gambling, right? It's now it's the it's the more um, uh, refined way of gambling now. Is to say you're it's you're doing gambling crypto.
1: without rules,
2: right? So. Cause I mean, there's a whole story about, uh, OBJ and like where he took his, 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 um, pay in Bitcoin and the Bitcoin dropped. And so they're like his payment, but he's not selling yet. So maybe at some point he'll be able to, but here's all the thing too. OBJ's making a fucking money. He doesn't care. Yo, Him losing
1: that Bruce money. People are going to make money on this.
2: Yeah, he does. Like You no, are not. Well, so and, and that's the thing, right? So now what you got people like CNBC are now doing those feel-good stories about, oh, this person who couldn't pay their bills made $100,000 selling NFTs. And so now what that does is now more people are going to get in because now you think you can get in. You now think you're going to be able to make it. But for every one of those people that is a success, you got 10 to 100 that lose every fucking thing.
1: This is every pyramid scheme you've ever seen. Except is, now they're letting they're letting people go on they're letting celebrities go on fucking Jimmy Kimmel and be like, you too should buy advocare. I mean NFTs. <laughs> that way my NFTs are advocare or whatever is what? more valuable because it, you it, too bought it.
2: But, and that's and that's the thing, right? So you got uh, uh Matt Damon doing NFTs, all the uh, doing no Matt it Damon doing crypto, he's he doing crypto dot com, right? So you got all this stuff. But it's because yeah I'm a celebrity with all this money. I put my money into this. If I get enough suckers to buy into it.
1: Can I ask you a question? Yes. And this is a a much bigger problem, I understand. When Matt Damon says fortune favors the brave, do you just want to slap your television? Like That's not the phrase. The phrase is the fortune favors the bold. Uh... I don't know if they couldn't get the rights to it or what, but now they're trying to convince me that that's, he says, as they've said since the dawn of time, the fortune favors the brave. I'm just like, wait a goddamn second. That's not the same. Am I crazy?
2: You're not crazy. That, okay. it, it is one the Between that commercial and the commercial with um, uh, there's a, there's a car commercial where uh there's a there's a black couple in the car and, it, and it's highlighting the the automatic braking in the car. And they're 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 trying to discuss where they're going to eat, and the woman says, the guy says, "Hey, what about sushi?" She says, like, "I had sushi for lunch," and then later on, she goes, "What about seafood?" She goes, "You know, I don't like seafood." I'm like, "But you just said you ate sushi, so are you now eating non-seafood sushi? That's not sushi." I get out and, and I go and I go, I'm I'm old. Every time I go, fuck I'm old.
1: No. That's what it is. This is I'm the, No, I'm this isn't me being old. This is me learning how to hate Matt Damon. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure no. oh, someone out yeah. there has hated him for oh, years. Oh, yeah, I now join you. Welcome. My sword is your welcome. sword. I hate this man.
2: Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the welcome to the fan club. Um but yeah, it's, it's so now you're getting CNBC doing the stuff. So now everybody thinks, oh now that's that's the big thing. It's like when they did meme stocks, when the whole meme stocks thing happened, people try to jump in there, and I'm like. No, no, guys. Once it's hit
1: CNN's front page, you're too late.
2: Right, like the now, the whole thing now is scam somebody else again. Like you said, there's a pyramid scheme. But then that goes into this is a good segue into this is another thing. This is a good segue into talking about Spotify and the Joe Rogan thing, right? So, um. The thing that I like how everybody's really focused on the Joe Rogan thing with Spotify, not and, and not the larger thing that's here, um, because it's been right in front of us. And the conspiracy theorist in me, you know, to take for my Joe Rogan part, is Spotify doing this on purpose. Um, I, I feel like everybody across the board hasn't realized that streaming services have taken a hit and either have hit a wall with their subscription growth or they're losing subscribers, right? Um, let's see, Amazon Prime, Netflix, Disney Plus have all raised their prices within the last month, right? Because of lower than than expected subscriber growth. Now, that doesn't mean that stream is going away. I think what this is is you hit a massive increase in subscribers because of the fucking pandemic, right? Peloton went through this bullshit, right? Peloton basically is crashing because they assumed everybody was going to, from now on, you know, buy a Peloton. It's like no. At some point, you need you're going to hit a wall. You need to not. You. It, it's going to happen, right? HBO Max a couple of months ago, uh, said they were actually slashing their prices because they were losing subscribers. Something we've talked about before with HBO Max. Just what it is, you know, the prices were too high. They came in at fifteen ninety nine. Um, Spotify before the whole thing with Joe Rogan and um Neil Young leaving, Spotify market value, I think, was they were down like 24%. They also started losing exclusives. Um, I didn't realize this, but in October, that's podcast on the left left. I didn't realize yeah. that they they went wide, and, and it's not because they were
1: protesting Spotify. They got a better deal. They got a better deal so, from SiriusXM. So, so, when Spotify made their initial push into the podcast space, they were signing everyone under the sun, <clears throat> you know, other people, And in doing so, they're doing it to attract a driver, to attract a Bill Simmons' ringers that there now Mm -hmm. exclusively. But what happens is when you went to Spotify, your footprint shrinks. Exactly. You're betting that they're betting that you can bring your base there while you're saying, of course I will. What these companies always, in this is a larger problem on late-stage capitalism. Things can't always grow. Exactly. Things, when I sell, when I sell investment in something and I lie to you and say, this is the projected growth for the next 10 years. And that there's no interruptions or we're not going to run out of people to sell to or any of that shit. Those lies that you tell to get the money. And then people say, Oh, I invested. I want to, you know, why are you hitting the projections and you have to lie again. And now you've it's, the pivot to video. Right. You and I have talked about this a litany of times. But for those who don't know, in the late uh, 2000s, before 2010, Facebook put out a bunch of data saying that people were spending X number time, more time on video than they were reading the written word. So every news organization you know of got rid of writers and got rid of investigative units and pivoted to video. It was then revealed in the congressional hearing that Facebook fucking lied. <laughs> and in doing so, gutted investigative journalism in this country for the last 20 years. Right. Google it. I'm not making... None of, none of that's what I just said is made up or exaggerated no, at No, 100% all. true. That's not a conspiracy theory. That is a fucking... Those are historical facts. Those are things that happen. So there's a lot of people who I like jobs, and it's decentralized, valued news sources, which some would say lended us up where we are today. Right, no, true.
2: Because then they end up having to get rid of those video productions because they weren't actually generating the numbers that they thought they were going to n- generate and and this is tied to and, and, and the reason why i'm saying all this is i think there's been a concerted effort by a lot of these companies spotify and we'll use facebook because facebook's also down a little bit too to use the cultural war to hide these facts and i'll say because when you start adding it to some of the things that have been happening with spotify it seems weird to me that now all of a sudden the Joe Rogan thing is picking up, and they're trying to address it. I'll give you this, this and this is where the conspiracy theory comes into. Earlier in January, they shut down their podcast studio. So there's a big deal that happened before this whole Joe Rogan. And again, people have been talking about trying to get Joe Rogan cancer for a while. Don't get me wrong, but the real big movement lately, you know, even on you know you know with, with, with artists and, and podcasts leaving and things like that, it's really been driving home. But remember, they 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 disbanded their founding podcast. Remember, they had they were they were trying to do um, it was uh, Studio Four, uh, Spotify uh, Spotify Studios. Right. Um, they had uh, ten to fifteen employees. are going to produce all these shows and things like that. Part of me, after looking at what the uh, the Spotify said in the reaction to um, the Joe Rogan thing about them not being a publisher, part of me goes back into like, this is part of the reason too. You got rid of your studio. So you now also have a leg to stand on. If somebody does kind of come in and say that you're a publisher, no, we're not. We don't publish any podcasts. All we do is give a platform.
1: I, I don't think anything you said makes you a conspiracy theorist. I think it makes you an astute observer of news. The only thing I put back on is that I do the same thing, but it also gives these companies that are you and I have worked at big companies. It's mm-hmm. hard to get them to do anything right. So it gives them a lot of credit. Yeah. Um I will say maybe it was an advantageous turn that they looked around and said, you know, we can hide this. That, like you said, the the numbers out of Spotify oh no, yeah, don't don't were...
2: don't get, yeah, don't don't get me wrong. I don't think they were like, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna conspire, we're gonna move it. I was like, they look at it, and go like, use it.
1: While <laughs> we're here, while yeah. we're here, right? Um, no, I think you're 100 percent right. I think they looked up and said, hey, we're losing this. We're... Podcasts weren't the bet we thought they were gonna.
0: Oh, no, shit sure.
1: <laughs> We can do this thing and get rid of like they're they're using this as a country Trojan when they could have used it at any time and. I don't know what the tipping point was, but I think it was like you said, circumstances of them getting rid of that studio as well. Here's the thing, Here, and,
2: and this is the thing that's so funny to me as somebody who's podcast for over over a decade now, uh, it was never going to be this thing because I'm like, because anybody can do it. You can always come back, like I I just did. Like I don't need, why do I need Spotify? Oh, yeah. you need them to you know uh, you know add and the general... I'm like, but I know none of that shit is making you tons of money. Like people make money off of their actual, like, the sponsorship they're getting on their own and, and actually getting, like I said, you paid Joe Rogan, what was a $100 million you paid? That's where he's getting his money from. <laughs> you paid him a guaranteed contract. Of course I'm good. Right? Like, oh, yeah, we're gonna, we'll handle hosting. It's like hosting's not that much. Oh, well, we'll handle uh editing your show. Like, the, the whole purpose of podcasting was to make that shit easy. Everything you're offering is shit I can do my fucking self. like, and 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 so what you get is you get a bunch of people you move you move a podcast exclusively guess what happens somebody who's not exclusive pops up and fills that gap yep like it's not it's, it's again it's a way, it's nfts <laughs> it's like well i'll just copy and do it over here you know it's like and then uh, looking at what happened i'm i'm i'd be i know that we're never going to know but really interested in knowing what the last podcast or last deal is because all their shows are now back on the, they have their feed. It's not like the shows they they did on Spotify are now not available on that feed. No. Everything's now on a regular feed again. I went and looked, I was like, oh wait, I I never got rid of their, I never got rid of their feed. It's like, oh, all those episodes are back now. It's like, it's like they never left. It's like, so, I mean, they they made out, don't get me wrong, them them dudes, they made out, but like, what what, what were you doing here? You know? And it's because they made the jump.
1: And they didn't throttle the, I thought they were going to throttle it to not let to be on Spotify anymore, it's still on Spotify. Right, exactly. Well, because
2: again, it's no different than me. We're on Spotify. We're just exclusive to Spotify. I'm like, that's my thing was like, why would I go exclusive to Spotify when I can just put my show on Spotify and everywhere else? And again, It's because Spotify is offering you uh, they're offering something in there, but they were all you were saying they're offering other things in there that weren't actually technically beneficial for them because they thought that was going to generate growth for them. They thought that was going to generate more subscribers, more people and things like that. And the numbers weren't there.
1: And so, but because they were holding the shareholders who invested money into them, and promising exactly. a level of growth they could not sustain, so, they have to pull bullshit like this,
2: right? And so, instead of talking about that, what I see now happening is what's going to happen is you're going to see things like um, uh, you're going to see things like uh, 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 um, uh, Spotify come out eventually. Maybe they drop Joe Rogan, right? They drop Joe Rogan. They get the press for that, and then they'll quietly start, because at some point, you will get the growth back, right? It's a good service. Things will be there. Things will happen. You'll get a turn. All of a sudden, now, they're back in they're back in the black, and it will be like, oh, it's because, and again, we, we had the drop because of Joe Rogan, because that's what I'm seeing a lot of the, the, the articles are. They lost $4 billion in market share because of, because of Neil Young left and because of Joe Rogan. I'm like, no, they were already losing that. What are you talking about?
1: Yeah, the, so the, you get the, the so the day they report numbers, not the day the numbers happen,
2: right? And so that was the that was my biggest problem. Like, oh, you're the media themselves are making it seem like this, and that's how like, it it gets it gets set. It's like, no, they were already losing this; they were already down twenty four percent over the last the, the last few months. It wasn't because of Joe Rogan. That's that's a scapegoat. You're making it seem like that's what it is. So the now the argument now and, and the discussion that becomes around that. And them doing the right thing and blah, 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 and not like, no, no, no. What are you actually doing to actually sustain your growth or to get those numbers back or to sustain your service? What are you actually doing for that? You know?
1: Yeah, 100%. Right.
2: So, um, but then, you know, let's let's talk about the actual things with with Joe Rogan. I got to say, in 20 years ago. I, I did not see that the fear factor guy would be the bastion of free speech for some folks. And I have I guess, to wonder... I guess you
1: can say fear wasn't a factor with
2: him. I just... I just... I don't understand. I don't... What are we doing? Like, Joe Rogan is one of those guys who, if you have him on in the background, makes sense, Could you not listen? But the minute you start paying attention, and this is what happened to me, Joe I never really watched Fear Factor. It wasn't my thing. But Joe Rogan, my introduction and really um, uh, thing with Joe Rogan was UFC. Because he used to commentate on the fights. And Joe Rogan went from one of those guys, oh, he sounds very knowledgeable, stuff like that, until you start really, like, listening, because, again, when you're watching UFC fights and stuff like that, you're drinking and stuff like that, you're not really listening and stuff like that. We used to drink all the time and be like, oh, how many buttons, is, how many un, uh, shirt buttons is, is Joe unbuttoned on his shirt? And that'll tell you just how fucking drunk and how high he is while he's, while he's commentating, while he's doing uh, commentary on the thing, right? How red his face is and shit like that, right? And be good. Sounds good. You know, he's a guy, he he works out, he trains the fight. the fighters know him, he knows fighting, things like that. But then the more and more you start listening to Joe and actually listening to him, you start going like, Joe Rogan's a fucking idiot. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing, right? Joe Rogan does everything and says all the right things you think would make sense if you're not paying attention. Even this whole thing of well, I'm just asking questions. I'm bringing on people to just dis- that disagree with me, and I might not s- disagree with take a different different viewpoint. These are the these are the the tools that meteorical white men use all the time to make people feel like oh well no, we're just having an open open dial open conversation, <clears throat> ignoring the fact that it's not what you're doing, right? And that's beyond just you know the racism that he clearly shows. Right? The racist, transphobic things that he has said. Right? He brings these people on and is just asking questions. But on top of that, because I know somebody posted a video of Joe Rogan a few years ago talking about how anti vaxxers were, were were idiots to then become an, almost sound like an anti vaxxer himself and asking questions, things like that. So I'm pointing out this is the same thing that Candace Owens did. When you see the money and engagements in that, because that also goes into this whole engagement thing, right? We had to deal with this on. I talked about this before. I stopped the check on YouTube and things like that. On Twitter, the way when you, when when your whole thing is on growth and staying in the in the public mind and eye, you constantly have to say something that keeps you there. If you, if Joe Rogan wasn't saying anything controversial, who the fuck would listen to his show?
1: Chris, Chris, it's the micro version of what we just talked about on Spotify. Yeah. It's we've got except the number except for them, the numbers aren't there, so they've gotta create a reason. If Joe Rogan's numbers drop, he's gotta create a reason. it will be this controversial because he's being silenced by the man. But his numbers go up.
2: Right. Right. You, know, you have to constantly there's a reason why on YouTube for a while and I talked about this before, you know, way back. About the rise of some of like the um <clears throat> black and non white uh our Trump supporters that were on YouTube. Like there was a thing you would see them, it's like you look at you because again you go into YouTube and, and a lot of them didn't delete their old videos. You go in there and be like, oh, this guy's just a fitness guy. He's just going over fitness, listen weight, and things like that. And that's all then all of a sudden there'd be a change around like 2020 where all of a sudden this guy's not talking about politics. The woke mob, cancel culture, oh and all this and then where now he's wearing a a a a MAGA hat. And you're like, where the fuck I was like, oh you can also see the numbers on their videos. Those just fitness videos were getting maybe a couple hundred video, a couple hundred views, but all of a sudden now, when you're now black and you're defending Trump or you're being anti woke and anti saw now all of a sudden your videos are getting ten thousand views.
1: Well, it's also the dichotomy of the horseshoe of um, points of view. The Mm -hmm. far left is very close to the far right, Mm -hmm. and you can go from "Hey, we you have a voice." well, yeah, this guy saying these people aren't real. They, they should have a voice, too. Mm-hmm. To say, well, why are you patrolling what he can say? Mm-hmm. It's the its the, um, the paradox of liberalism. Liberalism says, hey, I want to be heard, and I want to hear people's ideas. The paradox says if you hear a harmful idea, you have to be able to identify it as such and remove it from the discourse. Otherwise, your liberal desire to include everyone is actually harming everyone involved. hmm I think people struggle with saying if I do this thing, that makes me right and good. Mm-hmm. No! You have to under... Context matters on all of these things. And oh. if you're <laughs> saying, hey, this person's working free speech but they're yelling fire in a crowded theater, then you're going to jail too.
2: And and I think that's the thing that, again, going with the theme of, hmm, we're old. <laughs> and me thinking about some of the older episodes of The Handshake when I first started. This whole thing, I, I, it's wild to me, right? You know, we talk about NFTs and crypto and, and it being the dot-com bubble stuff. But now, I'm seeing all this stuff that's happening with this discourse on the other side. And we need to hear all these voices. And I'm like, no, don't you understand that this has been happening? Like, the anti-vaxxer stuff, the anti-science stuff, I remember this when it was anti-evolution in, in, in schools. Mm-hmm. We didn't want to teach evolution. Why? Oh, because well, evolution is a theory. And so that doesn't mean it's provable. And so that means it's. And I'm like, no, that's not what that, any of that fucking means. This has been
1: going on for years. They Chris, were, you know, I know we're old. What? I remember when we used to laugh at Jenny McCarthy being anti vaxxer Yo, right in America, we as a country laughed at. Cr- Yo, like the anti vaxxer movement has been there.
2: And and so you you you're watching this stuff, and and you've watched it seep in there, and now it's become mainstream. And where they and 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 it has changed. Like one, you're giving you giving these people platforms, right? Like I can't remember that. I don't even know the doctor. they they're that they're that they're all the Joe Rogan all are all putting. Well, no, he has good points, and you 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 shut down that interview, and they removed it from YouTube and stuff like that because he was saying things were wrong. Well, he developed mRNA uh, mRNA uh, technology, but blah, like blah, 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 blah. yeah, like years ago, and like he's not. And now come. he's wrong. And now he's wrong, right? And that was the thing too. It's like this idea. And this goes to a larger idea with a lot of the problems I'm seeing with how folks on the left, and I don't mean like the far left. I mean like people who are progressive, who want the world and and are and are right. i many not gonna say technically right. No, you are right. You're right in all of this stuff, right? Um there's a the whole thing with CR, you know, critical race theory and 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 all this stuff. It's like and, you know, abolish the police and defund the police and all this stuff. You are right. You are 100% right. Here's the thing I need everybody to understand. Being right doesn't mean shit. It don't matter. It has never fucking mattered. It is never enough to have facts on your side, to be reali- have reality because of things like that. And I think, and this is another thing over the last year of me being able to see this um, off of Twitter, off of Facebook, is how much that stuff doesn't matter to other people. Because it's literally, the one credit I will give to the Republican Party is they talk to the country at the level they are at. They talk Mm -hmm. to the country at a fifth grade, sixth grade level comprehension level right and it and that's what they want and that's what it is simple and easy and everything that we have that makes us right is more complicated so when you say things like well when 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 the anti-maskers and anti-vaccine people are going like well, no, Fauci and them were wrong on mass, and they were, they changed the guidance, and the guidance is always changing, and like you, to the point of not even the anti folks are. You're getting the media going. This is like, well, I'm confused. You guys said before that the the dis that 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 this wasn't safe, and now you're saying it is safe, and then you were saying this, and the, why is it changing? Why can't I'm like because because the science is evolving, like that's what ah, science does.
1: Can't use the e word. can't use But that's, the e and and, and, I'm,
2: and I'm watching people that should know better. I'm watching the media. Sit there and take the talking point. I'm like,
1: you guys don't see that this is a problem. You're making it like, you know, why yeah, is that? Uh, so what they decided is that the role of the media is not to ask questions or get to the truth. It's to be a stenographer. Right.
2: And it's like, well, it's like the whole thing of, well, you can't teach evolution because of the theory. It's like, well, no, no. evolution is, not a, is, is a theory, not because people don't know it's real. It's because there are certain aspects of evolution that we are still trying to figure out with the science. Evolution happened. We know that as a fact. There are elements of when did that change happen? What causes that change? And things like that. Those are things that are still at part of that theory of evolution, not the fact that it didn't happen. But that's the thing, right? Me trying to explain that and that nuance is too much. Yeah. All of a sudden, people, and people go, huh. So they want you to believe that they can't even tell you how you came from monkeys. So
1: they're fucking wrong. So what wrong. you're saying is you don't know.
2: Yeah, so what you're saying, you don't know. And that's how it goes.
1: Yes. Oh,
2: so you don't really know what's in the tail. you explain it to me. You don't. They don't know everything about how these vaccines are working. They just know it works. Oh, that's wrong. Oh, you want to believe that? It's like, no. Like, it's, I watched
1: you get toward all shots, play football, and say the vaccine will kill you. And I'm saying, sir, sir, I'm not here to call anyone a dummy. Man, <laughs> you're making it tough.
0: But this is the thing,
2: right? And then you, 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 so now you've turned anti-science into um, something that's up for debate because it's like, well, these people aren't being anti-science, they're just asking legitimate questions. And, oh, we have these quack scientists on our part that are also doctors and they're saying that you have every right to believe. And I'm like, well, no, like, you know, like one of the, the, the I can't remember they got doctor's name that, that, that Joe Rogan brought on. That everybody's like, oh yeah, no, this guy knows he vetted MRNA technology and he knows that he done several studies. I'm like, are his studies like are they peer reviewed? What's that mean? I mean, Sorry. have you followed the correct process? And then it turns into the well, do they just want to like, no, but that's 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 how you go through this stuff, right? And I'm watching as the the folks that are progressive. Are struggling because I'm like you. Not under you don't understand how, how ingrained this stuff is. You really, really don't. And I'll use I'll, I'll use um, the whole uh, defunding police uh and abolition of police thing. Right, like, almost are with, with just again hundred percent. They are right. The police absolutely need to be defunded. I was looking this up because um, I I know Eric Adams is in um. Uh, is the mayor of New York City right now and is doing the whole thing about how we're not going to defund the police and things like that. I just want to remind people the total NYPD budget in 2020 was $10.2 billion. $10.2 billion with a B. I
1: I wanted wanted the clarity on the B there. Thank you for that. With
2: a B. So when they say we're no longer going to defund the police, this is what they mean, right? The budget for 20, the total budget for 2020, operating budget for 2021, did decrease to $9.9 billion. What the ever living fuck. There's no way that that small budget decrease led to an increase in violence. And the police needing more money to do their jobs because I'm watching, like, I watched Jake Tapper try to go down this route with the, the the White House. And again, Biden's not doing himself any favors by also kind of. And I understand why he has to do it, play the run this line. I'll get into that in a minute. But like, Jake Tapper was sitting there going, like, but there's an increase in crime, and and you know, uh, you know, you guys are you you, you activists are pushing for defunding the police, and I'm like, when the media themselves are still pushing that defund the police line when that didn't actually happen, first of all. But then, two, completely ignore the fact that COVID decimated the NYPD. Remember, the NYPD took a while to... Remember, their, their unions fought actually getting vaccinated mandating vaccines, right? So you have that. You have an NYPD that when they got a whiff of possibly getting some watered-down reforms, decided to start doing workshops work shortages and workshops on their own. They purposely started taking longer to do certain things, right? Um, but none of those things were brought up about why that might be an increasing crime. We didn't bring up the fact that you just went through a pandemic and people are out of jobs and you don't get things like social programs and money coming in to help build up the community so that you don't go and, and people don't turn to crime for so many things. No talk about any of that shit. Tapper's whole thing was, well, why aren't we closing the gun the, the gun show loophole? And I'm like, what is that going to fucking do for anything? That doesn't deal with the root cause of the problem. Which, and it's not adding more money to the police, right? But that goes into my, my whole thing about defunding the police. You're 100% right that, that needs to happen. But with many things that happen on the left, I feel like people have completely misunderstood and underestimated how dumb this country is and how much something that makes sense can be twisted into something that cannot. Now everyone from the right to uh, 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 the media, even to people in the city and in these towns are now on the idea that somehow police have been defunded, and that they are now correlating the increase in crime to this imaginary defunding that did not happen.
1: And I know I mean, this. Go ahead. It's easy and it's it's it is easy to brand things to people who don't want to learn. And that's what we've done. We've bred an entire nation of people who are scared of learning. You talk about analytics on sports, people act like you killed their mother. Like, it's, we've created, there's a vein of a, a, a an anti-intellectual strain weaving have way in this country, which we're seeing in revolt. And
2: And I want to make it very clear. Because we also, when it comes to this stuff, we, we sit there and go, this is what white people are doing. Um guys. So over this last year I've been paying more attention to the neighborhood and the people I live around. I live in a upper middle class neighborhood with mostly black people. And I don't know if anybody's ever, have you ever used the Nextdoor app?
1: <laughs> I had it on my phone for a second, yes. It's gone now. It's hard to get rid right of, by the way.
2: Oh it's boy. Gone. Um, so for those who don't know, the Nextdoor app is one of those apps that Basically like Facebook for your neighbor, neighborhood, where it's
1: racism on the phone.
2: Well, so that's the thing. I, I want to make it clear, it's not just racism, right? Because again, uh, I'm on. Right. Well, I guess it depends on where you're living. Like if you are living in an area that's mostly white people and you're black, then yes, you're going to get a lot of racism. I don't know. see I live in a black area too and it still hits as racist. Well okay so so then then it comes, <laughs> so cuz that's what I'm going with right cuz I'm like is it black people being racist against black people or is it something else do what do we call for black on black racism right? Because I'm in the same boat and I've been watching this shit and it's so funny because I've been talking about this with my girlfriend like cuz like I grew up always in middle class. I never lived in a bad area. But even the first place I lived in when I bought my own my first house like there was a place that um uh, probably lower middle class at best, upper, upper, lower class, upper, uh, upper, um, uh, maybe, maybe straight middle class, but it was a, a neighborhood that they did drug it they had done a gang intervention in, and they had kicked MS-13 out. And I knew that because there were still MS-13 graffiti up in some places. They got rid of it within a year or so, but it was still up. So we knew the MS-13 had been in the area, right? Right. So, um, but for me, it's like again, it was a neighborhood didn't have an HOA. People did what they need to do. I actually drove by there yesterday, and oh, I tell you, man, that place went to shit. I'm so glad I got out of there because now it's. I think because of the pandemic and things like that, there's like I think it just went terrible. But when I lived there, good enough, right? And and fine. And I don't, you know, my neighbor Louise, he used to uh, bring his friends over to his house, and they'd be in the backyard, and they would smoke weed, and I would smell weed, and I don't like the smell of weed, but like I just gotta live with that shit. And I'm like, he's in the back of he's in he's in his own yard. He's doing his own thing. My friend's over there, you know. Fuck it, I'll I'll live with it. Right, do that. <clears throat> Since I've moved into this neighborhood, and I've been on the Nextdoor app, and seen so many different things. Um, I remember one time, uh, someone was complaining about there's a apparently a, a a young black man and his girl something like that, and they were in their car. They had parked on the. Saw the street somewhere and they were smoking weed or something. Maybe they were smoking weed in the in the parking lot, the empty parking lot of the clubhouse. And somebody put it on next door saying, oh, We have this element coming into our neighborhood. And I'm like, it's probably one of y'all's kids. What
1: are you talking
0: about? <laughs> um, we
2: scenario. had a big deal last year was somebody had broken into the pool and it hosted their own little pool party there. And again, and and it vandalized the it vandalized the the gate and things like that. And they had their own video, things like that. So there was this big deal about the HOA trying to figure out who had who had done this. The management company trying to figure out who had done this. And a lot of people in the neighborhood were saying, "Oh, somebody outside and blah blah blah." It outside people bringing in. We got We need to. We need to turn this into a gated community so people can get in. And the the HOA kept investigating, investigating, investigating. The last thing I heard from this, and you were getting updates for this like every month. Last thing I heard from this is the HOA said we had narrowed it down to individuals in the neighborhood. Guess what stopped happening in Nextdoor app? No more fucking okay. updates after that. Because once they figured out they was something, one of their kids, they were doing this shit. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, said, um, the big thing now is, and this is what goes tie into the the, the the defund the police thing right now is, the big thing now is crime. There have been some shootings, um, like in, not in our neighborhood or even near our neighborhood, but like being you know, like ten. 15 minutes away from us, something like that. Oh, my goodness. Like, the amount of, oh, crime is up. What are we doing about this? This used to be a safe place. Somebody had um, one person put in their post. This used to be a nice neighborhood because somebody had broken into their car. Deep out, let me tell you what they did. They had a, their vehicle. They parked their vehicle in front of their house like that Friday. Not the doors unlocked. Not their stuff on the seat of their car. Not that they're all weekend. Apparently, somebody came in Opened the door, took their stuff off of their, uh, took their stuff out of their car, and left. And they're like, "This used to be a safe neighborhood. I can't believe this. What are we doing about this crime?" I'm like, "You idiot! What are you doing about this? What crime? are you doing?" Like, in, in the back of my mind, I'm, I'm sitting there going, "Like, you just don't do that kind of shit. Like, you don't. Like, I understand that we we live in a relatively safe neighborhood. Nothing wrong. I don't anticipate this. Like, everybody's got a fucking door camera. I don't even have a door camera because I'm like, somebody breaks into my house, all my neighbors have door cameras. They'll figure that shit out."
1: Like no, this I is I the most, ain't no cop. I ain't got a door camera. Like can't
2: do we, we, you, you do talk it. about like if you if you ever go to like somewhere like Baltimore, or DC, you'll see the little blue lights and the camera the street cameras, stuff like that. You ain't gotta worry about that in in nice neighborhoods because they, we do that ourselves. Everybody's got a, everybody's got a door camera. Everybody's got a ring alarm. And something like, everybody's got all that shit, right? And I'm like, guys, there's no crime in our neighborhood. This is still a safe neighborhood. But right. it's the, it's 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 the idea that it might not be right? And so now all these people are now pushing for, we need, they wanted armed patrols in our neighborhood. They wanted, and I'm like, are you guys out of your goddamn minds? Why would you do that? Because somebody broke broke into your car that you left unlocked for three days in front of your fucking house? Are you fucking serious right now? And so we talk about this stuff, and I'm like, you're, 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 we keep making this seem like it's just white people. Like, no, there are because fear,
1: even mm-hmm. unrational fear, is a motivator. And right now, so it's never been safer to be an American. Never, it's never American. been safer. Never been safer. Um, I've seen similar things happen in Atlanta. So, right now, there's this I don't know how nationalist news is, but there's a push within racists to make Buckhead a separate city of Atlanta. This happened a couple of times when I grew up. I grew up in Buckhead before it became Buckhead. But it's Buckhead now. And there's a bunch of these people who are propped up by white supremacists who use their talking points and distance from them because they put on a suit. And they say Buckhead should be a city. Because of X number of violence, X number of crime, da, 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 da. When you see this happen, you need to go back to see how we got here. If you live in a part of town or, or a city where the curfew has recently been shortened from 4 a.m. to 2 a.m. in busy parts of town, we're trying to drive down property values. How so? If everything gets out at 4, what happens in your night? People trickle out throughout the evening, no mad rush at 4. If I tell you that everything closing at 2, what happens? I get as drunk as possible, as fast as possible, that throwing us out at 2, and everyone in that fervor gets dumped out on the streets at the exact same time. Some of these things, you're right. It's a product of the environment, it's a product of the pandemic. It's some of these things are designed.
2: Like, people are like, crime has gone up. And I'm like, Of course crime has gone up. More people are going out. So crime will definitely rise compared to 2020. That should be expected.
1: Trapped inside? Like, that should be that should
2: be expected. You're not on a crime wave. What are you doing? And so You see this and you see that, yes, you're absolutely right. uh, When you see a $10 billion fucking budget, you should defund it. And then when you find out that almost 40% of that is salary, (laughs) almost 40%. So when those are your facts and you're absolutely 100% right, but to be perfect, and again, there's just another shooting. Um, in Minneapolis of all fucking places, they just had George Floyd and all this, no like, right, with a no knock warrant that we're supposed to not have and stuff like that. Like when you see all that shit happening, and you're like, we're we're, we're right back where we started at. Why you have to re, you have to realize that? And and again, there's there's always a good thing of oh yeah the 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 it, we're blaming on Democrats. You gotta stop doing that. Stop blaming on Democrats, right? You got to our blaming on the voters because I live with some of these voters. And they believe this shit. And it's not just this. I've seen these same black people argue over masks and wanting to have in-person learning in school and all of this shit. And these people are fucking part of the problem. And so the question has to be, what do we need to do? And part of that is having to realize that just because you're right, yes, defunding the police, abolition of police, that should absolutely be the goal. We got to get smarter. You gotta get. We gotta get smarter on how we market these things, and I understand we don't want to do that. And it sounds, but I've learned this myself. Of being in the industry I'm in, I've learned that even when I'm right, I can still be wrong because nobody's gonna go. They're not gonna listen. I I was. I I was thinking about this when we were trying to get voting rights acts passed. Right, and what they were doing, I was like, man, if y'all motherfuckers listen, I love John Lewis, and I love the fact that you named the act after him. That's not gonna move white people to get the vote for this. You need to name this shit the George Wallace Freedom Act <laughs> and and highlight all the things. You need to go, we don't need, I don't need more black activists on TV talking about how we need to get voter act. I need you to go to West Virginia and get those minors and talk to them about like, oh yeah, you know, I have to wait in line to vote for Joe, Joe, Joe Manchin and to vote for the, I got to wait in line for six hours. You need to get them in the ads. It needs to, like, we we gotta p- bury the pride, bury the 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 the, the need to, to to wanna be right and like take a um a perception loss to win. Because honestly,
1: do you feel better? Huh? That's not gonna happen, right?
2: Oh I know it's not. But like this is what the this is what the Republican Party's done. They have no shame. They do not give a shit. And Though whether you're a Democrat, an independent, a leftist, a socialist, a Mac, whatever the fuck you're, you got to learn to do the same thing. Because here's the thing, you're talking at a level that the, that, that the people in this country are just never going to understand, you know, some people you're, 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 definitely, you're, you're definitely getting some people to understand the idea behind. And when you sit again, I've seen people say, it's like, well, when I sit down with somebody and explain to them, defunding the police, they understand it and they go with it. And I'm like, cool. How do you scale that? It's not about getting one or two people or a handful of people or even people in one city to agree to it. Because as soon as something happens and and then you get the grifters, right? Because <laughs> there's a whole thing going on with D-Ray right now, right? It's like, I feel like every every six months there's there's one of the people that's at, at, in front of being an activist that gets caught in a scandal or something like that. I was like, so what are you doing? What, where's your av- where, Where's the average person go? Can you talk to some of these average people and they're going like, "Okay, cool, I'm I'm down with defunding the police," but as soon as like they get with crime, as soon as they think that their their perfect idea is, is, is where they're at is going to be good. I'll be honest the big the big motivating thing behind these black folks in this neighborhood is not about crime, it's exclusivity. They do not want that other quote unquote other element to be around. So why we don't have basketball courts? There are people that have been trying to get a basketball court put into this neighborhood. What happened? Because they were like, "Well, that's going to bring a, the wrong element." And I'm like, "Wait, other black people? What are you talking about? What, what's what's wrong with that? That's going to that's raise crime." It's like, no, it's not. We have tennis courts. You mean tell me people from other neighbors don't come here and use the tennis courts? But you put basketball courts all of a sudden now it's going to be, what are we talking about? And like they want to turn it into a gated community. It's like, oh, you want to protect the notion that you're better than where you came from that is what you're dealing with and people are going to go like oh, that's anti-black it was like yeah you don't understand there's a lot of anti-black black people more than you think Yeah, more than you think because a lot of people also are tired they don't want to go back they want to, when they finally make it their idea is i got to keep that i don't want to lose it that is what you're dealing with and i'm not saying that that's right it's definitely not right and it's definitely holding us back but how do you convince those people because here's the thing, we've gotten past, I see people saying, oh, the kids are going to be okay. It's like, yeah, but some of those same kids also turn into these other kids. Some of them same kids that are, that are doing right also turn into the, the people that listen to Joe Rogan. Also oh. turn into the ones that, that are now like, yeah, 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 we need more police. You know? I, I was floored last year when I was seeing them literally arguing, trying to get armed patrols. Our neighborhood. This is the safest neighborhood I've ever lived in, in my life what are you talking about
1: well i think it's it's, it's not just specific to the 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 in group it's it's the americanized notion of capitalism means never going back or never it's just that the, that that if i win something's to lose mm, yes and it's the lack of the notion of collective action lack of personal or or or, or, or group responsibility um your responsibility as you move forward is to reach back to those who aren't there yet and pull them along with you, not to say, fuck you, stay off my law. And look, like that's it's the it's the argument against um, Killmonger for Black Panther. You do not use the tools of oppressors to start something new. You can't. And because it's such, a, and I'm not blaming you, it's just a cutthroat society you've been thrust into. And it's so easy to say, look, this is what took me to get here, so it's taking me to stay here. All I got is me. And we've trained a nation, particularly in the last 40 years, but with the death of the unions, what with uh, uh, Post Civil Rights Act, the white America deciding never to be shamed again. That's what King won. King won because he pulled a mayor to white America and says, is this who you say you are? Mm-hmm. And then they spent a generation saying, we'll never be ashamed of how we feel again. Yeah. And so now we're in this place, this cross-section of shameless people in charge and selfish people moving up that isolates all of us and creates we're no longer living in a society. Society is what do we owe to each other? How do we collectively decide these rules that allow us all to live to our highest uh place without infringing upon each other? If the, if we can't agree on that, then why are you stopping in the stoplight? Like well, just concerted self-interest not to get hit? If so, that's fucked up because. There are rules. We need to enforce and follow those rules, or we don't have a society. We have nothing.
2: Well, that's the thing, right? So I don't. I don't even know if this person was real or. But uh, it's something I, mean, I said this back in March, um, last year. I think it was one. Of the, I think it's. I think it was. I think there was a, a conservative who said this, but it was revolving around uh, how they warped critical race theory, right? We have successfully frozen their brand critical race theory into a public conversation and are steadily driving up negative perceptions. We will eventually turn it toxic and we will put all the various cultural insanities under the brand category. The goal is to have the public read something crazy in the newspaper, and immediately think critical race theory. We have decodified the term and will recodify it to annex the entire range of cultural constructions that are unpopular with Americans. I'm quite intentionally redefining what critical race theory means in the public mind, expanding as a catch-all for the new racial uh, orthodoxy. People won't read Derrick Bell, but when their kid is labeled an oppressor in the first grade, that's now CRT. And I'm like, yeah. And I've been watching people sit there and fall into this battle. You're still doing it when they're going like, well, no, we don't teach critical. Like the the argument now that we've, we've gotten to now on the, on, on the left is now, well, no, we don't teach critical race theory in school. It's not even taught in school. Why are we even? And I'm like, you've already lost the battle if you're, if you're having that conversation. Because that's should the conversation. The conversation should be one. Critical race theory isn't something that's wrong to be taught anyway. It is basic fact. But
1: That's a losing argument. That, that's right. an argument well, no, No, no,
2: that, no. no. It, yeah. it's, a losing, it's a losing argument, right? So now that you've already log- logged that, now that you've. Okay, cool. So now let's stop trying. To even push it, right? And and now we've kind of already lost because, like I said, they've already redefined it. So now you're watching it as all these schools now are banning books and banning things like on Rosa Parks and banning things on MLK and things like that because well, we don't want to get sued. And I'm like, guys, this is how the right wins. They take these things that are more complex and nuanced and they dumb them down. We have to find ways. To dumb these things down to simple things. So the point of when, like, I've been watching people. No, this is what defund the police means, and it's like one of infinite number of threads. I'm like, you've already lost. People are going to read that first part and then nothing else. You need to soundbite this, and and it's and it's hard because basic critical, uh, basic basic civil rights, basic comments and things shouldn't be soundbites, right? You would think. Unfortunately, that's where we're at. We're at the point where you have to Some this has to be digestible for the average person. And the average person is they're not going to read Marxist. They're not going to read that black Marxist ideology. They're not going to read that shit. Stop it. Stop it. They're not going to read that shit. Stop. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. You're 100% right. Nobody cares. And, and people have to, at some point, understand that. So we can figure out what the strategy is to get past that. But it's, it's not going to work because at it, the minute you make progress, what's going to happen? Something else is going to, again, the critical race theory thing, this is evolved from the, um, from the same thing that came from, uh, 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 um, evolution any evolution talk in, in Texas and things like that, because they, what they did was they were they, because Texas is one of, if not the largest, um, buyer of textbooks, it was a big thing. Sure,
1: sure. That's where everything's made.
2: Right. So, because of that, what happened was the anti evolution folks and the racist folks, they got on the school boards. They started taking over the school boards, and and their fight, CRT is just re uh, their anti CRT stuff, it just renamed from the bullshit they were doing then when they didn't want to teach about slavery at all. That's all it is. This is the same thing. I'm old enough to remember this shit. I'm old enough to remember when they were doing this shit. The shit is not new. It's not new. They just rebranded again their same attacks. Because it works. Because it works. You know? They even get enough black people to go, well, I don't want white people to feel, feel guilty about being white. Motherfucker, that's not what's happening. Why are you doing this? That's not what's happening at all. But it doesn't matter. Being right facts don't matter in this at all. They do not fucking matter. You know? Hey, it's great that AOC will go on there and do a video explaining how things really work and things like that. That's that's fucking great. Great. Mm, ah, Love it. All right, cool. Nobody's going to watch that shit. That matters. The people that need to watch it are not going to watch it. The people that need to learn are not going to learn. They They don't don't want to learn. Thank you. Thank you. You need to find ways to repackage this shit to to feed on the things that Americans, I hate to say it, but we're dumb, Love, Mm -hmm. our egos, and our fears. Those are the two things, and our wallets.
1: And Russia knows that better than anyone.
2: (laughs) Those are the three things that whatever you're trying to get, you have to find good, concise ways of focusing on that. You know, again, going back to the, you know, trying to get the... Voting Rights Act passed. Uh, and it, it just annoys me so much to seeing these black people have to go under. Not because I'm mad at them. I'm mad. Well, I'm mad that they have to do this in the first place, right? But I'm mad because I know it's going to be futile. Now uh, there was a uh, I think there's somebody uh, I can't remember the guy's name, a black guy who's uh, doing a, a hunger strike Tell vote. I don't know, like why, dude. The, it's not going to motivate the people that need to be motivated. It's not going to move the people that need to be moved. <laughs> in order to do this. And all you're doing is harming yourself. To to What you need is, you need to get white people. There need to be some white people that's, that are hungry. Yeah,
1: no, and the next I say, look, if there's white people listening, God bless you, if there's white people who have white friends who are asking these questions, what can we do to change it? And you say to them, you look them dead in the eye and say, talk to other white people. I'm... Because I can't change it, I'm not in the rooms where they say the jokes that I think they think would fly like, with me. The, you the, know who these people are. the
2: the The Voting Rights Act stuff will pass when you get enough white people realizing that this is actually beneficial for them. We need to stop talking about how this benefits, you know, a people of color and things like. That. You need to talk about how this benefits, you know, that 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 Trump voter in a royal county.
1: But see, what so what so what you're going to run into is what I've found out. They'd rather stab themselves as long as it also hurts a black person.
2: Well, I know, but that's but and, but, and that's that's where we so got. We don't
1: have broadband in, in rural counties yet. Well, I know, and
2: this is why we got to. So this reminds me of what happened with um, the public option. People keep forgetting that we would have gotten the public option in Obamacare. The problem is um, Joe Lieberman scuttled it when he realized that progressives were were, were celebrating. You got to stop celebrating. We got to stop. Like there's times when I've seen them we're moving forward to something, we're like, and we telegraph it. It's like, well, if we do it this way, then we'll get around to, oh, yeah, I'm like, stop talking about it. You gotta treat this like, this is your defense, and you gotta stop trying to give, like, public You, you Shut the fuck up. R- right to remain silent. Until that shit I, gets I signed.
1: I say, vote out motherfuckers like Jolene.
2: And that too. Well, no, no, you gotta do that. You still gotta do that. You still gotta do that. But, Stop talking about some of these things so that, Hey, make this, make, make this bill really about helping white Trump voters and things like that. And then, you know, somewhere buried in a thousand pages is a thing about actually opening up access to everybody else. You know, you got to find some way of doing some shit like that. You know, find a way to make something that people that the white people want so bad. And, And that's the focus and then find a way to sneak the other shit in in the back end. And I hate to say it that way, but like, that's what that's what I'm gonna do all the time. <laughs> you gotta you gotta find a way to do that because like I'm seeing people say like right now everybody's focused on we gotta focus on 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 replacing Kirsten Cinema who I fucking can't stand, <laughs> but she's not up for a re-election until 2024. Guys, what are you doing? Right. What's the, why put any focus? Like she's a lost cause. Move off of that. Where can we, where can we get the, where can we replace her, replace a Republican, in somewhere else? You're not going to be able to replace, uh, Kirsten, uh, uh, Kirsten Cinema or Joe Manchin. You're not. Like, we can run something. No, you're not going to. You guys think you really think that you're going to run somebody, who's to the left of Joe Manchin, and win in West Virginia? That's a lost cause to me. I'm sorry, I do. I don't trust enough white people to believe that. Sorry, my my faith in white people not there. So where somewhere else?
1: I think you get him out.
2: Oh no, you you might be able to get him out. But does the, the, the Democrat win?
1: Yes. Uh, okay. You've, I, got, you've got to remember, West Virginia is Union coal town. Like, there's a okay. reason why there's a reason why Nick Saban always surprises people until I remind them he's from West Virginia.
2: I give you that. So. Potentially, but it's not going to be, that's my thing. It's not going to be the super progressive liberal that, that people no, think is going to be. Exactly. But, and that's what I'm saying. It's it
1: don't like, it doesn't be him either.
2: Right. No, no. So i give you that. But I, I need people to understand. It's like, you'd also, you need somebody you're going to replace to get, get you. What do you, what do you prioritize in the union type Democrat that can win that? Mm. What are you going to, you're going to, you might get somebody who's going to agree with the Voting Rights Act, but it's not going to be on for defen- defunding the police. Are you going to back that person, right? Like, where is your compromise going to be? At? Like,
1: like that's where you got it. That's where you got to make that. that the word you just said, what these me, Johnny can lately saw this shit. Don't get compromise.
2: You got to find a way. You you got to You got like, find a way, man. What, what do you 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 give up? And the answer can't be, I'm not going to give up anything because, like, I've watched the Republican Party give up their entire fucking soul.
1: Dog. To win. <laughs> <laughs> like, baby, baby the they, went to the 2020 convention with no platform. Like they still that, have one. <laughs> they still,
2: they still don't have one. They still don't have one.
1: Their platform is not that shit. That's all of their entire platform. It's just right. point the up and say none of that. That's all <laughs> like, their that platform. So,
2: so when I see people say we don't, we, we can win and not have to compromise, I'm like, I mm. again. Hey, listen, listen. I'm old, so maybe I'm wrong. And I want to be wrong, but, wrong. Like, but like, let, let me be wrong, please. But from what I'm seeing right now is you have a, a, you, and, 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 again, it's, it's playing things. Like I'm watching what happened in Virginia. I work in Virginia. Now I'm seeing the real life things that happened with Yunkin as, as governor come in this fast and people going like all of a sudden having buyers for more. I'm like, this is what he ran on. You voted for this shit and you can tell me how much, Hey, and Terry McAuliffe, McAuliffe Ran a terrible campaign, but here's the thing: Youngkin didn't want a great one either. He literally just came out and said, "Hey, that that critical race theory shit. We're not going to do that shit here. I'm put the power in the hands of the teachers." And people were like, "Yeah." I mean, I'm put the power in the hands of the parents. And parents were like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "You guys don't want that, though. You don't want that. You 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 send your kids to school, so you don't have to be a teacher. You don't want to make those decisions, and you don't want." Your kid subjected to the decisions of other parents. You don't want that shit. He gets in the office and all of a sudden they're like, "Wait, what do you mean you're gonna get rid of the mask mandate?" Well, I told you I was gonna do that. Well, no, that's not what I. Not like that. I'm like, you, you dumb motherfuckers. This is what they've done. Uh, yeah. So I don't know, man. I'm just. We'll see. The only the only thing that gives me hope in the in the fall for um Democrats right now is they've been winning some 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 lower victories on on some of the redistricting stuff, and so that's been that's been good to see. So we'll see. Um, all right, let's uh wrap up a couple more things and then we get out of here. Um, I mean, I, I I I can't really come back without doing this, right? <laughs>
1: Of
2: the time. It can't really come back without a great moment on white privilege. And um, I don't know if
1: it's the first moment of regret, but it's the biggest one so far.
2: Um I don't know if this is this is not really a great moment on white privilege. More more like the white on white crime report. Um killing over a fight about mayonnaise ends in life sentence for Iowa man.
1: Okay, that's the whitest sentence ever. <laughs> There's not one dollop of seasoning in that sentence. Can we read it again for me?
2: Killing over fight about mayonnaise ends in life sentence for Iowa man.
1: Mayonnaise, Iowa. That's a strong. I'm going to have to go to the books. We'll have to go to the uh, records after the podcast, but that is up there for top five whitest things I've ever heard.
2: Prosecutors say Christopher Erlbacher spotted uh, Caleb Solberg, and again, these are white names. This is Christopher with a K,
1: first of all. It sounded like. Yeah, Christopher. Christopher. I I can't see you, but it sounded like a K. Yeah,
2: Christopher with a K. Outside a cafe uh, and ran him down with his truck in 2020. A fatal hit and run run that stemmed from a fight between friends over mayonnaise has ended with a Western Iowa man being sentenced to life. Erlbacher, 29, a Will. uh, Woodbine was sentenced Monday to a mandatory life sentence after being convicted in December, a first degree murder in the 2020 killing of 30 year old uh, Caleb Sol- uh, Solberg of Moorhead, uh, the Desmond, uh, the Des Moines, um, register reported. Register said that have said that the men were eating and drinking at the Moorhead bar the night of December 17th, 2020 when Olbacher put mayonnaise on Solberg's food, a fist fight between the two men ensued. <laughs> Brocker oh, left in his truck Wait. making
1: threats to Hurt Solberg and others. <laughs> so the hmm. so when you say man killed me for a fight about mayonnaise, I'm thinking this is a mayonnaise, theoretical mayonnaise conversation that's occurred that has escalated to this point. No. This man is frustrated with the application of mayonnaise to actual food in a place where he could presumably order more food. <laughs> I know somebody that, died. I want to make sure that I understand what you said to me. I understand somebody died, and
2: this shouldn't be funny. But holy I shit! I don't
1: know that person, so it is. Holy so. shit! First of,
2: but, but here's my other thing too. it's like, first of all, how did he put mayonnaise on somebody else's sandwich? Like, because I can understand being upset. I'm not saying murder. I'm not I'm again not doing a villain agenda here. Not saying that a man should have you died for this. The show yet? No, I, I, we're not. I'm not that back yet. But. I can see being a little upset. I can see how an argument starts if somebody grabs your sandwich and starts putting condiments that you didn't want on the sandwich. Yo, I can see,
1: that's, yo, I can see that's a, a slapping. That's something right. gets hit for that. That's not a funny prank. Did you go to the bathroom? You came back and you bit into a unpronounced you mayonnaise sandwich. Right, and it doesn't. I say, also understand that anger.
2: Right, and I'm also looking. I was like, it's not like he's. I, I don't see anything that says that he was allergic to mayonnaise or something like that. Like, I don't see anything like that. But I can see when you go and you you know you order the sandwich and you're ready to bite into it, you come back and you bite in and there's this gooey white stuff in it.
1: I can see why you'd be a little upset. I can see I, I can see how to, the until he shouldn't have been killed. No one should right, die. Right. I wanna just say that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't fuck with my sandwich.
2: I can understand why the fist fight happened, right?
1: Yo, so the, the fight the fight makes complete sense. Fight if it's the house, the fight may be a prerequisite. But Everything else is too much. Too much. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, what food later. would you fight over? Huh?
1: What food would you fight over? Um, I don't know. I mean, you know what? Honestly, if you put something on my food I didn't ask for, I may fight you because that's technically a poison. Right. I mean,
2: I'm not gonna kill it's somebody over but the fight. Poison.
1: I would. Like, I would like, think, I,
2: it, it, I'm it, not it definitely. You're right. Not to need it. It, it def, it's definitely a fight. It's definitely a fight. Like you like for because here's my thing, right? Especially you know, especially now in a pandemic. Because we still are in one.
1: <laughs> in a pandemic.
2: We're still in a pandemic. Right. In a pandemic. Cause what that means is you touch my food. Mm-hmm. So so it's not even like what food I would fight over. You touched my food without me asking. So technically, I can see why the anger comes from? It's not really over mayonnaise. It's over the fact that you put your grubby little fucking hands on my goddamn sandwich, and a sandwich is such a it's such a it's, it's a hand food.
1: It's a hand food. So it's like, That's mm, a big one. That's yeah, a big one. man. Like, and think, and again, I think the fact that it's a hand food increases the anger. Yeah. Still, no one should be killed. No one should be.
2: But killed. But also, I also want to point out. Also, I want to point out right. that let's see, this is, um, this is December twenty twenty. No vaccines. Why are you in a bar in the middle of the night eating food with your friends? I do want to point that out. Why are we doing this? Why? Are, why? Wait, are, did this
1: 2020,
2: December 20, uh December seventeenth,
1: twenty twenty. Ah, pre-vaccine, can't can't defend you by that. Exactly. That's what I'm like, I'm like, mm, mm, mm. Like, like, there's so much wrong here. The vaccine available, and you've decided to make that choice. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really not the dude shaming people who've made choices that I'm not making. As oh as yeah,
2: you know, no, no, I, I I've gotten to the point where now I've gone out. Uh, myself too. I stopped doing that for Omicron also because I'm flying out of the country. So I'm yeah, like, when, I'm, I'm,
1: when you've got something to look forward to, you're like we're on lockdown mode for two weeks. Right right right, right,
2: right, right, oh, like, right. Like, like my my, my my dad, my dad, my, my dad's girlfriend showed up on announce yesterday, and i was like, mm. I had to make a make it a choice of, like, am I really with these motherfuckers? Oh, they're wearing masks. Okay, fine, <laughs> All right, fine, fine, fine. But I had to be like, oh, listen, 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 listen. I think my test tomorrow. We gotta be. Come on now, um, but yeah, yo, this is pre-vaccines. You're in a bar. You're you're also not. You're you're what like a week out from 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 Christmas. Like, there's just so much wrong going on in this story. But like,
1: yeah, a lot of lot of lot of questionable decision making. Least of all the murder.
2: Yes, yes, very questionable, very questionable. So, um, and last one. I don't have the music for, her, but. This is just because I have to talk about this with you because you know we both share this the of uh, similar like what the fuck are we doing thing. Uh, this story here: U.S. tests robot dogs to patrol the southern border. What are we doing?
1: No, 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 no! I refuse what we doing. This one, you and I told you so. We told you guys so years ago. This is how it's going to end. Congrat. Yes. No. I'm not even shocked. No. Nope. Surprised. No. Nope. What are we doing? This was always the end result. Actually, the end result. though, no, This is stage three. Yeah. Page five is there in your streets. with cats. Yeah. so we're closer. Yeah, I'm not even like, mad. That again just seemed inevitable.
2: And these are the robot. These are the robot dogs you see. The Boston Dynamic looking robot dogs. These
1: are the ones that literally look like the ones from that Black Mirror episode. I'm like, what you are you say, guys? Boston Dynamic? I need people to realize Boston Dynamic was built by was bought by Alphabet. Who is Alphabet? Google. So they're not Boston Dynamic. They're Google dogs. I need oh, people God, to make sure right. the branding stays there. You're so right. So when they start killing people, we can make sure the blame goes where it deserves. Oh, Google dogs
2: Oh, actually, let me let me let me be clear. These are Ghost Robotics. This is a competitor of Google's uh, Boston Dynamics. So it's not well, do Google's.
1: You think, do you think they beat? Google I don't to the give space? a shit.
2: I know I don't give a shit. Like it's
1: okay. I was gonna but, say it, if they got a contract that means they, they underbid Google.
2: But 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 in in here, I mean, this is all this is all bad anyway, and this is all um, this is all all bad. This is all, all uh, you know very things we shouldn't care about. I mean, that we should care about. But I think the really horrible thing here is that they're doing this, and this is how it always starts, right? You start on the people that folks don't care about the most. So Mm -hmm. you're doing it at the border, you're doing it against uh, immigrants who are the the most vulnerable at this time and deploying robots against them. you're You're literally deploying robots. This is after we saw those images of the 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 border patrol agents on the horses trying to round up people looking like fucking you know, overseers on, on a plantation. Now you're bringing in robots. Like, and again, we've also started seeing just like we've seen them inch into this uh, idea with um uh uh, uh uh how we've seen sports media and then being in bed with uh, uh uh gambling and things like that. This is seeing now local law enforcement and, and federal agencies coming more and more into using those same drones, those same robots against their own people that you see them use overseas. You're getting, I mean, I'm sorry. I watch, again, I'm, I'm fucking old. So I've watched too many of those dystopian TV shows.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: This happens. And where it becomes a point where it becomes normal. Right? And that's the real problem. When it becomes normal you know I, I there's and this reminds me of like something that I've been talking about with people talking about oh well what's been happening with in-person learning with kids and getting kids back into school and things like that and we just want to get back to normal and I'm like no 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 you want things back to normal because you're starting to realize how uncomfortable it is to have the shoe on another foot because mm-hmm. the parents that didn't have PTO. The parents that had to go to work all this time, the parents that had to have their kids be latchkey kids because they couldn't afford um, to be home, they couldn't afford a babysitter, things like that, you know, and had to have their eldest watching their other kids and, and playing second parent and things like that. Now your kids are having to do the same thing and you don't fucking like it. Now your straight A student is now a D student. And now all of a sudden you want to make changes, but you don't want to make fundamental s- systemic changes. You want to get back to normal. You want to get back things back to the way they, they were so you can go back to pretending like all this stuff was fine. You know?
1: And it never was. And it it never was, was never fine.
2: It's like when I see people complain about things like masks and their kids wearing masks, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wearing a mask is no different than forcing all your kids to wear the same clothes and wearing a school uniform. Why is this a problem now? Oh, because your kid doesn't wear school uniform. Mm. You know, when it was, when it happens to what we deem the lower class or the others, it's fine. Just like with these, these robots on the border and things like that. Same thing here. It's like, wait, so you're telling me that your kid is the remote learning is affecting your kids mentality. Fine. So now you're back in school and now daily testing and wearing a mask would also affect your kid mentally. What about the kids that pre-pandemic were having to learn in a school that had no heat during a cold winter? How does that affect them mentally? How does it affect a kid mentally when they every day they come into the school, they have to go through a metal detector and be pat down by a gun-toting officer? What is the mentality? What is the mental effect on that? Oh, no, 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 no. We don't want that. We want to get back to normal where, you know, we don't think about any of that shit. We want that to go back to having to deal with with, with that shit, and we don't want to do no, 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 no. right? Same thing here, you know. Long oh, no, no, no. Getting back to normal means hey, uh, put robots and things on 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 the border, uh, you know, and and things like that. This is one of those things again. The Biden administration is also fucking up on right, and and to be to be fair, right? There's a lot of things they have to clean up that the previous administration does, and it's a lot. But this is it's one of those. It's so but, much
1: easier to do harm than it is to fix it. Yeah, and, but and that's the thing. I think people forget that a lot.
2: No, and it, 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 so much easier, so much easier to do harm, and it takes longer, right? Well, it's yeah. it's it's it's, it's, a, it's the idea of working out, right? It's so much easier and feels so much better to eat bad food and not work out. But then, when you want to, and, and, and easy to gain that weight, when you want to lose that weight, two three times harder, right? And you have to be more committed. it it just it just is. And this is not to say that what the administration is doing is perfect, not to say that they're they're always one hundred percent right. But like I also realize now I, I do want to end the show by saying this that I do think that that is probably the most consequential first year of a president I've lived through. Um,
1: well, uh, Trump's was certainly pretty sure consequential.
2: Well, I mean, I mean, positive sense. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know I didn't state that. I mean, I just, I'm trying to forget that four years. But like, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, in terms of actually passing things and getting things done. Yes, there's so much been so much focus on what he didn't get done. Oh He got an infrastructure bill done. That's so he
1: so much done, it's ridiculous.
2: Right, and I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying this to stand no. and things like that. I'm not saying we can't do better. But when you think about, like, Obama didn't get health care until his second year. All right? Right. Joe Biden got stimulus checks. He got, uh, undid a lot of the things that that, that, that um, uh, Trump had done. And then got an infrastructure bill done in time. They got close to getting a, uh, and they're very, very close to getting a voter rights bill. And that Build Back Better, like, again, Build Back Better, and, and, and they're two votes off of having these things. Like, that is a lot. And it's not to say that you don't you stop fighting, you stop pushing for more, or start demanding more, or want them to do better or change their tactics. But I think that we spend a lot of time talking about what didn't happen, and not enough time talking about what did. And I think more and more people need to do that. One, it's also going back to what we said at the beginning. Helps you mentally. If you're constantly only thinking about the negative of what didn't get passed, you are going to drain yourself out. There was one, I mean, I know people have their different opinions of Din and things she said, but I remember there was one thing after the voting rights bill didn't pass and she had told people, all right, hey, you know, go home, you know, take up kickboxing, do something this weekend. And people took that that quote and then they were, they were so mad. They were like, they're dismissing activists. But then when you watch the whole thing, she was like, no, then come back to work on Monday. And I'm like, she's right. Like guys, like from mentally for mental health purposes, you all need to take a weekend for yourself because if you don't, it's going to destroy you, especially when you look at the fa- and you deal with the fact that what you just said, which is it's so much easier to do harm than good, you know, like think about all the work that activists try to do to pass these bills to defund the police and you know, re, re re-imagine policing and reimagine um, where, and, and organize and get money and things like that. How, how hard it is. You know, all the deaths that come from, from black people and things like that, that didn't change this. And they, they came from black people uh, dying in the hands of police to even get like an inch moving forward for this. Then two cops get killed in, in, in New York by a guy. And now, you know, all that is like two giant subs back. Because it's so much easier to give into fear and the harm that's done than to do the right thing. To convince, to give it to people. Not just politicians, like you're convincing your neighbors. Like it's so much harder. And I think people need to be, um, take that break. Like I did, I'm not gonna lie, yo. I I needed the fuck out of that break, man. It was the greatest thing I, I did. And I still, I don't know when the next one of these is gonna be, so I'm, I'm letting you guys know right now. This might not be one of those a hey, we're, we're we're back for but a if, long time. But
1: if a week comes, maybe I don't know, the first people Black History Month, and a black coach soon as got the goddamn NFL, I may show up. Or if Joe Rogan gets a button shows below but Spotify for saying nigger a bunch, I may show up. Yeah. Um just know that I didn't plan it that way and I apologize and it's Chris's fault for in running.
2: Yeah. Um all right, uh what do you got coming up on a uh, UD Pod, man.
1: Well, I guess it'll be cut out by the time this one drops because you're dropping right before you leave. But um, we're going to be heading to the Super Bowl. Uh, we're going to be heading in the, in the NBA All-Star season. And we're going to find some fun links into the spring because obviously baseball may not actually happen because owners, but we're, I probably one thing that won't be happening, Winter Olympics coverage doesn't happen. Sorry guys. Yeah,
2: no. I I love I love how baseball locked their players, uh, baseball ordered locked their players out, but then they're like, "Well, we need we need everybody to come to the table immediately. Med- uh, it's like, you guys did this. You you stuck the you stuck the stick in your own wheel spokes of your own. You did this.
1: What are you doing? You caused this problem. It, the dumbest like, <laughs> like and you. like I'm going to talk about this like go listen to the no need pop the dumbest traps. But I talk about kind of how the move, and we talk, we talk around this kind of the spot, the one we just talked about, but the idea that they took a generation of kids and said, you can't be athletes. You can be fantasy sports owners. And now they're like, look, the execs are the stars. And I'm like, wait, what's <laughs> happening here, guys? Why don't we? Uh, it's so... <sighs> Who's your favorite GM? Motherfucker, what? <laughs> and now these people have locked out this sport because they've determined that they're more important than the people playing the sport it just makes me sad and makes me worried about the future because again we're old yeah
2: so last thing before we get out of here because we're speaking speaking i keep saying that last thing but because you, you brought this up you were talking about um all-star being and stuff like that i just gotta say we're old um so is lebron but that motherfucker is balling
1: nigga, look i saw the game all, last night old niggas no life have been in hope lebron james is six months older than me right Nigga,
2: I, I, play, the, I, I, I played, saw the I was watching the game last night and I was like, this nigga had a triple double coming back. I was like, this nigga is
1: hmm. He was out for five games with left knee soreness, which I can relate to. Right. right. I'm and like, I'm back, like, I'm like, he's and like and me. a triple double, which I cannot relate right. to. I'm like, he's like me. And then I'm watching this motherfucking dunk like that. I'm like, this <laughs> Oh, he's woman. nothing like me.
2: <laughs> like, and I'm I'm not gonna lie, that wasn't a goaltending. He should have been over 30 points last night.
1: I'm like, this Dog shit. <laughs> I'm like, I'm watching the
2: game last night. I'm like, how this is what is this, this man, it's a miracle. It's a miracle he's like he's yeah, 37 this is I mean and, and you keep saying that he's on decline
1: and I'm like where <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I share with you a meme that can share with me yeah because I just want to just you know Kobe stands out there and I, I respect you people and I understand you love what you love and Kobe's that dude for you but let me pull it up here and give you one second I think Got I know which one finals. you're
2: talking about too I think I saw it too
1: the 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 total games played and all that shit yes dog. They have the same number of games played. He got Kobe by 3,000 points, got him by 3,000 assists, 3,000 rebounds, um, got 200 more uh, steals and 500 more blocks. That's the greatest it is is 37. Kobe came straight out of high school and did that in it, 1,346. It, it,
2: he's not, only, not only that, but he's on it. What is this? What is this? His fourth team? Third team?
1: Is Cleveland, Miami, back to Cleveland, and in LA, he's won a title in three different cities.
2: Right, and I'm like, I don't know, and like it, and and he's like, they need him. This is not one of those things oh. of he went to another oh. team and is like on decline, and we're this is this is literally, and I hate to say it, but like this is a, literally some Tom Brady shit where it's like, no, 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 when he's gone, you guys are terrible.
1: When he's uh, like, go back to the most recent UD pod if you want the haters guy to Tom Brady if you're tired of him being celebrated. I give you guys a little haters guide.
2: Thank you, thank you. We need that. So
1: anyway folks, uh <laughs>
2: thank you guys for listening. I don't know when we'll be back, but uh this is why you always keep a keep an eye out for you never know i like just just dropping one. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna announce it. There's a. I was gonna. I was thinking about announcing it before. I was like, I'm not even gonna announce. I'm not gonna let anybody Dog, know. I
1: haven't said no thing to anyone. No, no person. Knows gonna, this even I haven't
2: even. I didn't even tell Rose because Rose like, well, you know, you need to do some extra content to get something up before uh, while you're gone. I'm just like, I, uh, I, uh, yeah, I I gotta figure. Don't worry about it. So I'm just gonna drop got, it out there mm-hmm. and see what happens. I'm literally gonna drop it like I might. I might hit the public button right when I get on the plane, so I don't even see the reaction to it afterwards. So
1: don't at me. Don't at yeah. me. Please.
2: (laughs) Thanks very much for listening, guys. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace.